0: Morgan back in again, or Cass- Cassie, Cassie Moran, <laughs> and Bismarck Morgan. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be real if that didn't fucking happen, I'm- right? So, <laughs> how are you guys doing? Good, yeah. how Spectacular. Are you? <laughs> so you came a long way. You've got all kinds of stuff going on, yes. merchandise, label, yes. mixer, yes. new engineer, or really it's hardcore with it. the engineer, and mm. you're doing all kinds of events. And everything else I've been seeing you pop up with Tory lanes. Oh yeah. Oh. Wheels, wings, and fashion. I mean you've been out out. That was a time. I bet it was. Good call on the Tory uh, lanes. I was there. Sir, thank <laughs> you for your presence. That was great. Thank you.
1: Bismarck the butterfly.
0: <laughs> so before we start, we were talking about Elon. What yes. do you what do you think his purpose was with the whole Twitter thing? Do you think he was ever actually going to buy it?
1: God, I don't know, man. I you know, can we even call it? I have no idea. I was telling I was telling Bismarck, he was on Twitter. And one of the one of the auto manufacturers were like, "Hey, you know, we're launching our, our electric car or whatever." And he commented. He's like, "Thanks. I already have one." <laughs> <I was> like,
0: <laughs> what do you think he's doing? Bismarck? I, don't Come I just on. think he's he, supernatural. Do you think he had a—originally, a, a, do you think he was going to buy it? Mm,
2: maybe no. So to your, to that, like, train of thought, I think he was maybe more of a bluff that he could fulfill anyway. I mean, it's different when a non-billionaire says, I want to buy Twitter, and then someone that can actually do it buys Twitter. Yeah. So I think it was just like, okay, where is this going to go if I put it in motion?
0: So I think he was going to buy it only because he started hanging out with Jack Dorsey. And I think he was going to buy it. And then I think he was going to have Dorsey run it. Because I think Dorsey, even though he got the blame for everything, I think the board basically pushed him out. Because from what I know is that Dorsey originally wanted it to be like a censored Twitter and then an uncensored Twitter. So then I think Elon went to Dorsey, got all the info he could, and realized what the hell was going on. Mm -hmm. But the original plan being Dorsey run it. Elon goes back to Tesla and it runs good. But then when you have half of Twitter with bots and you're asking 43 billion, it's a little bit of a problem. And he's not know. a fucking idiot. Yeah.
1: Right. So that's we should right. get him on the podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, a couple of years. <laughs> what was that car you were talking about? Oh,
3: it's called Lucid.
1: Your latest what? podcast from
0: Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I could,
3: take me. <laughs> what the hell is the loose one You're talking about? It's like comp- It's a luxury electric car that's like competing with Tesla. It's a very, very expensive car. They actually have one down downtown uh, West Palm area. So I'll, I'll pop it up right here.
0: Yeah, pull it up. So I guess that would be the competition to Tesla. I guess so. Uh,
3: I don't know. It looks like a Tesla, right? No, it yeah. does.
1: I've seen them. I mean, they're
3: yo. You've seen them before?
1: Yeah. do Yeah. They've been. They've been out for a little bit.
3: They're very expensive, though. They're Are like, they? Like, it's a six-figure <laughs> car. Shit.
0: So, Bismarck, what got you into uh, starting to do more and more events? You know what? Sometimes
2: you just get texts and calls. That's all I say.
0: <laughs> Is I wish that what I, it was? wish I
2: could tell you I had it on a calendar, but, you know, will you answer? I think that's a great question to myself and every indie artist out there, right? Like, you get opportunities, and the more you say yes, it's funny how more happens cuz you don't know what's going to lead to what. And then
0: the more you're out there,
2: you, the more you network and everything mm-hmm. else. That event was actually pretty cool because I got in through different angles. There was more than one person saying yes. So that was really cool. But that bu- that comes with time. So, you know, it was it was I'm honored to like even one, you know, was to be asked to be part of it. So it, again, it was crazy. That was fun.
0: Yeah, and that was that wild. You weren't there. Where were you at? That was the polo club. i in the at studio on uh, Palm Beach. Probably, probably working, I, huh? know,
1: I think I was out of town that weekend, cause I was supposed to. I was supposed to go with you. I feel like you're supposed to be there. Yeah, I was supposed to be there. I was. I flew out of town. I think I was in California actually that weekend. But um. But no, Bismarck. Yeah, I. You know, listen. I. I hunker down in the studio, and I send Bismarck out to like the hottest, greatest <laughs> <day's laughs> event. You
0: there know. You so becomes, people didn't see the other ones. Give a little background on you, and you, so everybody knows like a little bit of a background then we'll get into everything yeah play the saxophone love people <laughs> um
2: i have a you know love for life um you know music is makes me feel like i'm at home so i think that's probably this core general definition do private events uh production you know developing myself as an artist you know one of the many indie artists out there trying to hustle and make it so part of that
0: Now, out of all the events that you do, like the weddings, the solos, the yachts that you were crushing on before, what you personally do you like, do you enjoy the most? I know you love them all, but personally, because you know, like comedians, like even for you, this is for you too, Mm -hmm. you know, comedian, you know, you go in front of big crowds and small crowds. So like a lot of big comedians, they, they like that just 200 crowd once in a while, the best personally, of course they love the stadiums and you know, when there's thousands and thousands of people. But a lot of comedians, they like the smaller right. you know. So I'm just curious to know how you guys are as artists, what you personally like, not that you don't like something else less, but what you just personally kind of have an edge for.
1: I, oh, go ahead. No.
0: Okay, I'd say, I say I like, <laughs> definitely like,
2: I guess you could say intimate events, but I'm going to get a little more technical in my answer. Um, It's the how I get involved. So... You could say you know you're part of a business right you're part of a company that does weddings or things all the time but for me luckily um and i'll be out of town in two weeks playing one of these events it was a one-on-one invitation i was direct bride to groom they saw me somewhere and they're like hey i remember you let's stay in touch we stay in touch over a couple years and there's no way to put that on a book there's no way to like
0: can't buy Buy it you can't buy it you can't buy direct contact with with the groom and bride Mm -hmm. for three years then they saw you three years ago Mm -hmm. congratulations
4: so
2: that's i think that's that and then when you go to places like that that usually bleeds into a good vibe because i mean everybody knows everybody they're all friends you know they're going to be around good people so you can't just the atmosphere yeah you you just can't buy it and you don't know when it's going to come that's the thing so when it's there you gotta grab it you gotta just i'm gonna vibe in this moment
4: yeah. What about you?
1: For me, I, the more the merrier, you know, I mean, I, I can't wait to do festivals. You know, I tell I tell Bismarck all the time. I'm like, you know, 10,000 people and up. That's <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about that. You know, I want to be able to utilize the choreography that we've done and bring everyone on stage. That
0: How hard is grants. that cho- choreography? Like how much time do you have to put
1: into that? <clears throat> Um,
0: let's just say you come out with a single, Yeah. you know, and and you're going to take, you you think this is a really good one and you're going to make a video and you know that sometime somewhere you're going to tour with it. Yeah. How long does it take to learn the choreography just because your dancers need to know, you need to know. Yeah. It just seems like a nightmare.
1: I mean, you know, it's, I don't know. For me, it's, I I was a cheerleader for all my life right so. so choreography I've been doing choreography my whole life um so you know I I think a lot of it has to do with like the choreographer that you hire that kind of quarterbacks everybody you know um I I hired a choreographer a choreographer out of um LA Styx who's amazing um he's done choreo for I don't know, a lot of stars, <clears throat> Eminem, Selena Gomez, you know, to name a couple. Oh, congratulations. And yeah, no, he's he's amazing, you know. And, you know, it was one of these things where um, I've got a, a video up a level coming out, um, which you will see this outfit in. Um, but he, uh, you know, I sent him the song and I, I was like, listen, you know, I I trust you, you know, and I mean, within a day, he had it back to me. And, you know, and then it's just... I don't know. I think choreography is kind of once you've been doing it for so long, it's it's pretty fast for me to learn. I know, on our video, Simia it was like, I I learned the choreography on set. Wow. as we were
0: doing. Well, you well you cheat. You cheat. <laughs> you were a cheerleader. You already knew like, how to do all yeah, that we stuff. Came up cheater. With, yeah, we came up with different
1: ideas, and I was like, let's just do it. You know what I mean? So, so now
0: you're a cheater because you're a cheerleader, and you can probably <laughs> eat 10 pizzas a day and not gain a pound because I that's see them sweat when they do that. Yeah, like in those sweet. like uh, yoga rooms or whatever yeah. you call them. I see you people I don't, doing I don't that. I don't, do <laughs> yoga. I don't do hot yoga. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm <laughs> saying it looks like a, like yeah. a yoga room, like a gym or a room, yeah, know? yeah. You guys are killing yourself. Burning 10,000. No, I know.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. So it's you can fun. eat french fries all day It's long. fun. I, I, well, you know,
0: <laughs> lucky.
1: Thanks, mom, for the fast metabolism. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs>
0: oh. Now, you did a wedding at Porsche, and I read in an article that that was one of your favorite events to do because I guess after that was a Breakers event.
2: Yeah, so man, it's out of the box. What can I say? I didn't like wake up the morning, oh, hey. <laughs> We <laughs> looking for weddings at Porsche dealerships. I wish it was like that, but I mean, I tell you what, you know, saying yes is valuable. I think to any indie uh, artist out there, you know, whenever you get opportunities, say yes
0: because you don't know what it's going to lead to. But how did you get that? Sure. How did um, how did they pick you to come to Porsche and then everything else? I call it a relationship chain, right?
2: So, I would say someone asked some money, and someone at some point. Knew me as a sax guy, and I just got chained in. It was a couple years back, but like, I you know, if I'm gonna really pinpoint how I got in, it's literally like that. You know, nothing you can't underestimate good relationships and like at every level. You know, because that's that's I think the world just runs on that.
0: She just got in through networking, basically, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, everything's fucking networking.
1: You know what? It's yeah. As an indie, I mean, to piggyback on what Bismarck said, it's like. You know, as an indie artist, um, you know you are independent. That's what indie means, right? So you're responsible for everything. So it's like when you get an opportunity, or somebody that wants to meet with you, work with you, do something with you, you just you just say yes. You just do it. You know what I mean? Because it's like, what do you have to lose? If anything, you'll learn something. Even if even if it goes sour, you've you've learned something from that deal, right? And you've taken it forward. But it's it's the hardest part about being an indie artist. It's like you just, you know, you're kind of kind of weaving your own direction with all of these opportunities that get thrown at you. Mm-hmm. Right?
2: Absolutely.
0: Now, last time you were in, I know you were doing like your own type of producing yeah. and everything else, but your yeah. focus was the music. Yeah. What led to where you're producing, where you're no longer just the, an artist, you know? You're producing, yeah. you're doing all kinds of other stuff. You have a whole new a label. You have a label page. Yeah. You can pull that up for uh, more label page and then we'll go through it. But yeah. what how did that transition take place?
1: Yeah, sure. I um well I had been writing musical compositions since I was like fourteen, right? So I've been music has always been something I did as a hobby. And then when I learned when I was up in New York Um, and I was in the studio in New York. It was like, I was, the minute I learned pro tools and learned production, it was like game over, you know what I mean? Like I just started producing music and then, um, I think, you know, kind of going back to like independent artists, right? You, I, I was in a career with, you know, a brokerage firm, right? I mean, I was in wealth management prior, so all of my years kind of in the Wall Street job, it's like you learn the business skills that you need in the music industry, right? Because you have you have music, but the music is is definitely a business, right? And so for me, to answer your question, it was like I got to a point where I was like, OK, if I'm going to be in music, I want to make sure that I'm successful regardless of what happens with the music. Like, how else can I... Carve my way into this industry, you know, and part of that was founding my own label. It was like it was very important to me to be able to control and own everything I did 100%. Right. And so, you know, I structured the way I structured myself is my label owns me it owns my production it owns my my ip like everything i do i do through that entity and then um you know it allows me and the philosophy the i guess the the approach i take with business is is not your traditional approach as a label i'm not looking to sign artist right I'm not looking to lock them into a contract. I I approach my projects on a song or album basis. It's like, you know, here's what we're going to do for this project and here's our deal for this project and then it allows them the freedom to to work with whoever they want to, right? Um and still be a part of of more music and what we're doing at more music and I I really enjoy that. I I feel like I feel like people really feel like they thrive and they have autonomy. I, I'm real big on always being able to empower people in the music industry. As a woman, it's like that's been my biggest challenge is, you know, um, people kind of trying to to tell you what you can and can't do. Right. And it's like, no, no, no. Let me do what I want to do and be who I want to be and live that out for myself, and in the the same, you know, aspect, I want others to feel that empowerment as well, so.
0: And you had said that only 2% of women are producers. Yeah. You know, I could see, I didn't think it was that low. I mean, I could see it being like 10, you know, because... You know, if a woman has three or four kids and doesn't have a good guy, you know, it's tough to be a producer because you got to spend time and time and time. So I, I, my guess would have been like 10, 15%. Yeah. You know, not 2%. Yeah. Those numbers are low. That's real low. Isn't that crazy? Oh, I
1: know it's crazy. And you know, the production is what I love. Like it's just, you know, you have a lot of, you know, DJs that produce or, you know what I mean? Like the, the true just production side is what I love I have no interest in spinning music I I you know what I mean I want I want to create music of of my own you know what I mean and so it's just what I love and I, I don't know why there aren't more women I think it's just I don't know you know the what grind
0: I mean? probably the grind Maybe. because you're going against men right you know that yeah or alpha you know, usually yeah, usually yeah. alpha male. And then yeah. you're going to come in and he might be boys with the engineer or ABCD. Yeah. And now here you come. And, you know, I could see how hard it would be for a woman. Because I would think, man, you know, if you're going to bitch and moan all day long, you know, I mean, that's what I would think. You know, yeah. I'm not being an asshole. I'm being serious. No, I get it. But <laughs> I, can however, take, I can take it, Tommy. <laughs> no, 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 not you. I'm just saying in <laughs> yeah. general. You know? yeah. I mean, that's yeah, what I would, I yeah, would yeah. think. But then, however, 2%, I mean, damn. Could you think you know what? That low two percent, bro. Yeah.
3: Not at all. I think at least, like you said, ten percent at least. That's uh, you know what though. Put a
0: thousand room in a men. In a, a thousand men in a room, they're a mess. Mm-hmm. You put a thousand women in a room, seventy five percent is going to be very organized and clean. Yeah, right. So when you yeah. go to producing, you know, if you think about it like that. I don't know. Maybe I would deal with it's the complaining crazy. if there's any complaining because everything would be organized. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Making no, a joke crazy. out of it. But yeah. And but it's, it's crazy. bullshit that it's only two percent. That's insane. It's
1: wild. It's wild. And, you know, Spotify, Spotify has really embraced me as a producer. You know what I mean? It's like, um, you know, they're doing not just as a producer, but as an independent artist and independent producer and label owner it's like you know they really are you know on the forefront of you know giving the the platform and and helping to launch in any way that they can these these independent do you know
0: how many acquisitions they bought they're doing an overhaul in 23 january 23 they dropped about 32 billion in acquisitions so everything on uh youtube which is basically megaphone megaphone is youtube Likes, comments, a lot of other shit. They have Megaphone, The Tracker. It's called like Sarah's. They have everything. They have more software than YouTube. They just haven't implemented it at all, which is great for you guys. Yeah. But I don't think they're changing much with the podcast because when I asked my guy, he's like, you know, some things will change with the podcasting, but for the artist, it's really going to be an overhaul because now they're going to compete more with like Apple Mm -hmm. and and such. And I think they're going to crush Spotify is it's it's gonna be the it's gonna crush I I think YouTube's Spotify's gonna be shit by twenty four. Yeah because they're not censoring. Mm-mm. You know, they'll put a little blue thing, but unless you're crazy, they let you be a, a human.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, and the others don't. And Apple art. Apple seems That's to art. never change anything. You know, Spotify, I gotta tell you,
2: amazing. I'm in love with it.
0: I mean, I'm I'm <laughs> in love with it. Too. I tell
2: you, it's so intuitive. It just knows what I want. I can organize things. I can organize playlists. I have over 150 playlists. Almost, like, almost. Do you really? I have about 160.
0: <laughs> comp-
1: yeah, uh, and somebody
2: bought me a gift last year, and I use it all the time. It's like a little uh, thing I can hook in my shower. It's a speaker that's uh, waterproof. Spotify playlist. My showers last so long, and I come out squeaky clean and full of music. You know,
0: I tell you what, I love it. Spotify. <laughs> Spotify is... Hey, I love them too. I'd marry them if I could. (laughs) All right, Cassie, take me through this new site. This is cool. I'm proud of you. I knew somehow, some way, you'd end up with some label shit or producing things. No,
1: no, no. It's it's the same. I mean, the only difference is... Well, you
0: got more music label, and then you got more music.
1: Yeah, we do. We do. So, um, merch... Well, Here to Play, if you click on Here to Play, Here to Play is my collaboration on the production side. So here to play is my um, artist name that I use for production collabs.
0: So it's brought to you by Fiji, more than just water.
2: This is not just rock. It's ancient volcanic rock that filters tropical rain, giving it double the electrolytes and its signature soft, smooth taste. It's not just water, it's Fiji water.
0: This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked. Are you the man your father was? Recent studies have shown that men's testosterone levels have dropped substantially since the 1980s at about an average of 1% per year. Think about how old your father was when he was born. For example, if he was 30, your testosterone levels could be 30% lower than his. Low testosterone levels can have all types of health effects on men. It can affect your mood, sex drive, memory, muscle mass loss you name it. And yes, low testosterone is more common the older you get, but it can affect men at any age. So let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in a discreet packaging with next day delivery. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. So if you want to test your hormone levels without having to leave your home... Visit trylgc.com backslash mscsmedia and get 25% off your test using the code mscsmedia. The link is in the description at the top. So,
1: okay. um, so yeah, so this is the merch. Um, you know, we've got... The the coolest part about it is... And the reason I'm wearing, you know, what I'm wearing tonight is we are doing... We're launching merch for indie artists. And we're actually working with... Um, an apparel, um, you know, company out in Los Angeles for that, and I'm going to with indie artists. When we launch, we'll we'll actually launch. I've got like a sequence line coming out. It's you got it's everything. You fun. got all it's kinds. It's gonna be of... super fun. Did
0: you draw them yeah. up and everything?
1: I mean, I have sketches. We haven't. We haven't. We're still finalizing the logo.
0: Look at you. You got men's. Women. Click on all of them. EK. go to catalog. Yeah, got...
1: there you go. You can click on. Oh, that was a lot. But yeah i mean we've got you know
0: yeah just scroll down through that okay everything yeah.
1: i love <laughs> snowboard snowboard stuff <laughs> hats shirts flops you know anything that takes you from the beach to the snow <laughs> yeah it's cassie's vibe so yeah
0: shirts, everything
1: the guys, the guys all wanted a camo hat. I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> Here to play. <laughs> camo, hat, so. camo hat. Why
0: is the camo hat? I don't know.
1: I, I, sell, I sell the heck out of those.
0: What's your biggest seller on there on the merchandise?
1: Oh, my God. I, I posted a reel and tagged... Not thinking I would sell, I, I tagged my flip-flops. And <laughs> I am not gonna lie, it crashed my site. It cried it crashed. Just it a good crashed the, site. the problem I call I call this mark. I go shit. Would
0: that, that's what you should
1: it? I, oh yeah. It was crazy, crazy. And like 30 how we were watching it. He he I I got on the phone with him. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, Cassie's like, shit, we got to do indie artist merch. I was like, yeah, it's coming. <laughs> like, now, so, do you think it's crazy
0: if you would have went 360, let's just say you did hypothetically, yeah. right? And let's just say you signed for two years because Bismarck, you're independent too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So say both of you just sign that 360 bullshit. You give them everything for a year or two. Now they're pumping all the money to get your marketing out, label out, everything else. Yeah, you're giving them everything, but they're putting their capital out, getting you known if you're good. Yeah. Why not go that route, take the bullet for the year or two, and then you're already out there and don't have to deal with all the legwork.
1: I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I I just, it's the, it's the taking the money from other, I'm really weird about investor situation. You know, like I, it takes more time to build it on your own. Right. Um, but you know Bismarck and I, you know, we both come from you know uh, solid families. I mean, I don't, you know, my parents obviously have made me work for everything. (laughs) That's good. That's good. good, That's how it should be today. But it's it's uh, there's something when when I go to sleep at night, there's something about knowing that I can do whatever I want with my music and nobody else owns it. But if you
0: did a two year contract you could get out of it in two years and who knows you might be the one you got to pay that money
1: you got to pay that money back i mean you know at the end of the day i think a lot of it a lot of it you know for me i'll talk about me specifically sure, you know and then
0: you Bismarck, i'm please.
1: not you know when you're when you're not a 14 year old justin bieber you know what i mean it's like you you have to there's no there's no selling yourself to the labels right the only thing you can do is show up with the fan base listen if you have fans you can do whatever the fuck you want to do in the music industry you know what i mean so it's like you know my philosophy is is you know be kind connect with people you know build your fan base it that has been working for me right but
0: you're popping like this i saw your numbers last time and this time yeah, and you're you're three times what you work. I are.
1: hustle the shit out. Yeah, but
0: if you would have done a deal, you would be ten times these numbers. Maybe you wouldn't yeah. have made anything, but you might be touring stadiums.
1: You might, yeah, you might. You, I mean, listen, you definitely get a kickstart, right? You definitely get a kickstart. Um, a lot of that's paid promo. You know what I mean? They're gonna take a hundred thousand, three hundred, put it behind a song, right? But they're going to want... Wrong with that, though? They're going to want their money back. Yeah, so you know you're, you're going to have to
0: go tour for free? Know. You're going mean, to have to sell merchandise for free? Yeah. I'm just wondering because, like, for me, I mean, yeah, everybody's different. Yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah, absolutely, you know, absolutely. And that's that's what it's all about. For me... Yeah. Okay, so if I got to go one or two years and they take all the money from my merchandise, all my tour money, everything, and yeah. all I'm doing is basically I'm their, their dummy. I'm on their dummy mission for two years right. while they take everything. But... Within that, I'm on tour, I'm getting noticed, you know, I'm on billboards. Yeah, I'm not making anything. Maybe I'm even losing. But then after that two years, if I'm good, I'm known. So there's no five-year wait. There's no 10-time increase. There's I increase. Mean,
1: listen, you got to, you know, I not to speak on behalf of other people, right? But I've had a lot of artists share with me horror stories that they've dealt with. Well, labels.
0: right but did they go there with a good lawyer? Did they go there with somebody who knows what they're talking about? Did they make sure that they I mean, could get out of the contract?
1: So. I thought so. Yeah. You know what I mean? Listen, it's not it's not for everyone. At the end of the day though, I don't I don't have to sell as much to make as much money because I own it all. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I don't pay anybody out, you know, apart from my collaborators, right? So it's you don't realize like you just it's you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a everybody different has way. Their to, own way. Yeah. Everyone has their own way. And, and you know what? Listen, the indie are independent artist, It takes hustle in the industry. Like uh, you cannot make it if you don't hustle. Right. Because nobody else is hustling for you. And we see it all the time. Bismarck and I have this conversation all that. How many times do we talk about this?
2: Let's go. You know what I mean?
1: Like, it'll be three in the morning. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm talking to people on Instagram, <laughs> like a crazy person, right? Like, no, listen you wouldn't to have my to song. Do that. You might listen not to have to song. do that, though. I know.
0: Because say they say, okay, uh, Cassie, you know, we're going to sign you. Here's four million. Now, you know, that entire four million, you're not going to yeah. get a penny. But again, you're doing stadiums now. Yeah. You know, you got 20,000 people seeing festivals. Yeah. That's like the low end. Yeah. Yeah. Because the and you would have to grind anyway for the label to notice you. But then that jump starts you five, ten years
1: I mean you're big. you're you're in competition, you know, the labels want the newest, latest, freshest artist, right? And they want that all the time, right? So, you I mean, they after a year or six months, they might even be tired of you. you know, it's like, hey, we didn't realize this new guy. can' you know what I mean? It's like, I just, for music, there's a creative, there's a creative,, um, I, I hate the word control, but there's a creative empowerment, I think, with owning your your work and being able to do whatever the f- hell you want to do. Like there's a freedom. I, I just, I I can't describe it. You know what I mean? It's like it's like you could move to a different country, right? And maybe you know get all of this, but have people telling you, you know, I, I don't know. It's like you can't put a price for me. You can't put a price on freedom. It's like, you know, I I know that I will be successful. I was raised to be. You know what I mean? I I will I will Bismarck will be successful. You know what I mean? I don't I because of my work ethic because of you know I I don't fear that I don't have a fear of not being successful you know what I mean I think when you have a fear of not being successful you take that easy route of okay I'm gonna let somebody else make sure I'm successful Right,
0: but is that is that the easy route for everyone, or is that the smart route for some people?
1: I don't know. I mean, I, I understand don't know. where you are coming be, it from. It might be actually. it might be the smart. I mean, you know, listen, I, like I said, I, like I said, it's the the independent artist route is not for everyone. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, there are only so many major labels, and I'll be real honest with you. Like now, with platforms like Spotify, mm-hmm. how long? I mean, you know what I mean. Where are we going to be 10, 20 years from now? You know, there are so that's, many artists out there.
0: See, when you say, where are we going to be 10, 20 years from now? That's why me personally, and I understand your point. I really mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you agree. Regret- I totally understand your point. You're very passionate about what yeah. you create. You yeah. created it. You put the time into it and you want it to be yours. You can't knock you for that. That's respectable. Me? Yeah, I put the time into what I created it. But I don't know what the fuck's going to happen in three or four years. Yeah. So if I can get even six months on a shit deal that maybe I lose, but I get out there quick and fast. Yeah. And then from that point, even if they dump me in six months because Joe Blow comes along. Yeah. Or I do a year or whatever. Then I'm out there. Then it's up to me to take it. But to you got to get level. someone
1: to sign you, Tommy. you know. You're missing. You're missing the whole. Go go get someone to sign you. Well, I don't know. I, you know what I mean? Uh, like, but, but that's my point.
0: Yeah i skipped that you part. can't i'm saying you're at the point where you can get signed you know what
1: and you i mean i like, already know that if i were to walk into now if i were to walk into sony you know i already know they'd be like what you just you just now want to get into the music industry you know sorry you should have done that 20 years ago right but i can go do my own thing build something of value And now, all of a sudden, you know, have the major labels looking at me like, "Oh, that might be interesting for us." Right.
0: Great point. Now, if you were twenty years younger, would you think the same?
1: Um, I don't know, man. I mean, it was—it's a different time. Listen, no, same same world, but you're you're twenty. Same same world, but but you're twenty. Yeah, it's a different. Same world, but you're twenty. I don't know. I can't, I can't answer that. I can't answer that because I don't, I don't know that I would, with the people that I've met and the platforms available, I still think that I would do my own thing.
0: I think you would too. Because I think you're just real passionate about what you make and you really just don't want anybody's hands on it. To be honest with you, to be honest
1: with you, I don't give a shit if it takes me four years, five years. You know what I mean? Like if I'm selling, if I've I've got a gold record, you know, or platinum record four years from now, you know what? You made it. Four years, (laughs) four years. I'm like, well, shit, now I can do the, I'm fine. I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? It'll take me a couple years but it'll be more fun for me. That's
0: a better way to put it. You know So what I if mean? you're willing like, to wait the four or five years and you're fine with that, then sure, dude, why the I fuck have, not?
1: I have because met. Because then when
0: you go platinum indie, then you're gonna have labels up your ass.
1: I have, I have met in just,
4: <laughs> no, but I, I,
1: well, but I mean, or, or what, what the label you know what is I mean, building, that? you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, like the projects that we've been doing, it's not just, because I don't, I'm not approaching this with an artist mindset of, oh, I have to be a successful artist. No, 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 no. I own a label. I mean, I'm doing music for film. We've got, you know what I mean? I've got 16 different things going on right now, right? And I'm excited about all of them. They're all going to be income streams.
0: And isn't that right? When you don't overthink it, it happens better. Yeah. Like When you just let it happen, it happens better. Yeah, it's
1: been crazy. And Bismarck will tell you, even over the past year, like me sitting back, and I told Bismarck, I was like, you know what? I I decided that this is what I wanted to do with this song. It's been over a year, year and a half.
0: You're in chain. <laughs> Four it's been, it's Look been a year and a half. So. It's been He's a year like, and a half. Yeah, it's been uh, a minute.
1: It's been a year and a half. <laughs> and a year ago.
0: Okay, this is one of the coolest guys. I'm like, He's just so chill. <laughs> <laughs> He's so chill. He never hangs out with me. <laughs> we can change that. We can change
1: we'll that. change that. We'll bring him on the boat. There you go. Um, yeah. A year ago, I told Bismarck, I was like, you know what, listen, we got, we, I got to sit on this because Yeah, I was fucking of... sitting
0: here with you and his eyes went to the back of his neck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was, I was sitting there when you said it.
1: But what's it's happened? Never... But, but was that a good call?
0: 100%. Oh,
1: Was dude. that a good call? Now,
0: why do you say it was a good call? <laughs> well, I, I, know, I, I know you're going to have to admit that you're wrong. But, I'm just... uh, well, I mean, right. you got to do it. Believe me. It's a risk. I, like, <laughs> I think everything's
2: a risk, right? Yeah. Whether you say yes or you say no, it's a risk.
1: But what relationships have we made?
2: Yeah. So that's that's it. Like the waiting is a risk, but the waiting and watching was important because, I mean, it just waiting. You're, was you're so a patient good. guy.
0: You're a nice, calm, patient guy. I Me, mean, I, 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 I couldn't wait. Well, there were parts of me that were like, hey, what's going on? <laughs>
2: Trust me. Because <laughs> yeah. like, a song is like your baby. It feels like you gave birth to something, even though I can't. Well, let's not talk about that. We kind of do but give birth to it. We give birth to it, yes. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, waiting waiting definitely panned out really well. It
0: continues to. Now, what's your feeling on the indie if you're younger, 360? How do you, how do you look at it? So I want to say that I think technology has
2: democratized everything. So uh, that's that's a fact going back to Spotify and going back to like intuitive platforms like that. I mean, it allows I- expression for everyone, right? Whether you're followed by 10 million people or, you know, you're followed by a lot less. You you have part of the same resources and access to it. Um, I don't. So something funny about me, I started doing this maybe six years ago. I grew up playing video games with my friends and also watching friends play video games so on YouTube, I follow a lot of gamers. And one interesting pattern I noticed, shout out to Kevin LaShawn. I've been watching him for like four or five years. Those gamers make money. So the good ones
1: make money. Do they? Wow.
0: I so can believe it. Millions and millions
1: oh and yeah.
2: millions. So artists like him, he sidechains a lot, right? He's, got the, he's been known for video games, but he's got tons of plays on Spotify. He
0: raps as well. What's a sidechain?
2: Sidechain, I just, I sorry, I, I guess that's my term of saying like a another side hustle or another business, like another another gig or whatever. Another yeah, gig. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it started with cool. video games, and then you have he's got merch. Then he's got a Twitch TV. Then he's got he's a he's a rapper too. He, he's got great music, and he produces his own music. So like multiply that times millions of people around the world doing the same thing. I think in a in in a way society wants to get better, right? So we give more people access to things but that in turn pulls people away from the route of going to a bigger label first it's 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 easier to get the ball rolling and i mean you know it's you have access
0: to so much different avenues yeah now when you compare spotify to apple to the other mm-hmm. artist ones mm-hmm. what's the biggest difference as far as that that you both
2: prefer Spotify, as I, do I. I gotta say, Spotify is a 100% software company devoted to music. I Apple is a company that's got so many different facets and music is something they happen to do. Spotify is the kid that woke up when he was seven and said, I wanna play baseball. And then played baseball and became a major leaguer.
0: And still right. playing baseball. And is still yeah. playing baseball. And yeah. just spent $30, mil- 30 billion to make baseball even cooler. There you go. And not change Boom. the name. Mike drops. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> he just dropped the mic. Very <laughs> good. Right?
1: <laughs>
0: and, and the same for you?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. I mean, Spotify is just, you know, they're, they're focused on it. I'm surprised I mean?
0: that Apple hasn't taken more of a hit on that. But there's no it's Steve not, Jobs. They don't too, innovate. It's not
1: what they're. Listen, that's not the. It's not. The, it's not where the money is for Apple. You know what I mean? See, like, Apple goes where the money is for them. You know what I mean? Like, they're...
0: So where do you think they're headed? Because the uh, iPhone 14 looks exactly the same as that. There's no <laughs> difference. The fucking... Tw- the thing on the top is the I same. I know, but... <laughs>
1: there's there's a nice little thing about, let's let's make everyone's Blow. brand new device a little slow.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when they tr- throttled it. Let's, maybe. Set, let's,
1: let's send them that update.
0: Yeah, but yet yeah, we all have them.
1: Time for the fourteen.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> but By the
1: way, we just changed the power adapter. I remember.
0: Again. I remember reading, reading this thing. So, uh, Steve Jobs had put a bunch of people out to make mail mm-hmm. for Mac, yeah. right? And he's like, I want it like this, this, this. The day that his team presented the mail app, Google came out with Gmail. Yeah. And he went crazy <laughs> and fired all four hundred of them. Said you have ruined mail forever. Blah 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 blah. Now don't mess up Siri. And what do they do? <laughs> they destroyed Mail. Haven't updated it since oh six seven. It's like ancient. It's built on DOS. And then Siri, I mean, jeez, I right. mean, now it's starting to get a little bit better. But right.
1: You gotta give you gotta give Jobs credit, man. Well,
0: Jobs was an innovator. He was. Cook is a businessman, so yeah. he's going with the services and the, that kind of yeah. shit. But I I don't know why he's not putting more time into other stuff or whatever i don't know
2: i I tell you what i think spotify has done differently so another advantage to being indie artist is mobility right the bigger you are you know sometimes it's harder to move and make decisions like when you're an indie artist you have more flexibility um i will say credit to spotify for being a big company that makes a software so like personable to me i look at like thumb access i like to do other things at the same time but like I, my thumb's got so much range i could just tap playlist boom oh, i didn't like that song add to cue like it's all right there and
0: i mean you i don't think you get that with any other application i think it's more and not just because i'm biased i think it's just very user friendly other yeah. than that dumb settings pop up and yeah. you guys don't have to deal with that you know. <laughs> Now, what happened with you and uh, what was the name of it? Love Lock Music Group. Because when I Google your name, that always comes up one or two. Oh, good friend of mine. I think it was uh, Tab 3. Or Wait, four. what? It's the Google, Google didn't search one. I don't even know about that. Yeah, it's oh, number
2: that... one. They got, they got oh, really? Right. Yeah,
0: they got somebody coding very good there.
2: Yeah, SEO. I mean, it's just a good friend I've known for a long time. I actually haven't done any work with him in years. I think Probably the li- pre-
0: yeah, 17 maybe? Yeah, it's
2: definitely pre-pandemic. I mean- Everything's Gucci, but I I think I don't know. They just have good SEO, I guess. I haven't never Googled myself and their name, so that's amazing.
0: Denny, <laughs>
3: <Now.
4: laughs> well,
0: did he find it?
3: It's a uh, tab three. Tab
0: three. Yeah, it's so he, it was just a friend of yours. And
2: yeah, that, that was it. Yeah, yeah, indie artist. He's um last night, I think he lives up in Port St. Lucie. Talented, amazing violin player. You know, does a lot of traveling, a lot of and in
0: luck. I think music
2: group is his music arm music
0: business. So now for you, what is the worst thing that has happened for you as an independent artist? What like going through it besides getting it out and pushing it in and everything else. What what what's one of downsides of it that you can think of? You know, that just sticks out that that the worst yeah, thing that's happened.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think uh you know, it's funny because i was so happy and um excited and everything was going great you know my first year and a half two years and then you know i because i was so laser focused i i didn't go outside my bubble right i think as an indie artist you know you kind of conquer your own music right and your own new career and then You start kind of going outside of yourself and you start going out into the music industry and studying and observing and um, meeting now now at the point meeting people in the music industry. And, you know, I think for me, the hardest part, I mean, Bismarck has seen it, has been there for bismarck has been there for all of it let's just call a spade a spade yeah this is for both of okay yeah I like the question like the the worst about it best friend right he's
0: stuck by your side since i met him
1: dude so but but you know you as an indie artist you have your own we all have our own artists that we look up to and we admire and we are fans of right and so i think part of being an indie artist is kind of going out and you start to look at the people that you've always kind of admired in the industry differently because it's like, Oh, I, I want to learn from them. Or I would love to be able to ask this person a question now that I'm in the industry. God, it would mean it would mean the world to get their insight or their advice, or even just be able to say hello to them, you know? And it's like the hardest part for me over the past year is, is, was realizing that the music industry is not not nice. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not always a nice industry, right? I mean, listen, any industry, right? But especially
0: as big as what you guys are in.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, got, coming from
0: you got snakes and competition. Oh my and god, dirty moves and payoffs to the dude, moon. Dude,
1: you have no idea. I mean, this this record was birthed because. I realized an artist, a multi-platinum artist that I, you know, always had admired a a record for, you know, basically did something horrific to me. And I was like, okay, I, you know, and that birthed this record, right? I, I, you know, I told that story the last time I think on our podcast, but, um, but anyway, it's, you know, now it's, it's going out and going to meet these people. It's like, as an independent artist, you have to, you have to learn to be okay with people that you admire in the industry, not liking you or not wanting to meet you or being too busy or not really caring about you because they don't know you. You're, you're to them. You're some new, you're invisible. You're invisible. Yeah, You're invisible. And for me, it was like, you know, What you have to remember as an independent artist and what I've had to learn and Bismarck has witnessed me learning is you have to absorb that and then remind yourself that for every for every artist that doesn't want to meet you in the music industry you know there's always one that will embrace you right so it's like it's like this person this dream collaboration that you would kill to to have may not ever happen and it could be somebody that you've devoted all of your money and time and life supporting so how could they not like you well, and, that,
0: and that's the worst thing you got off easy girl
1: you know what i mean well i mean but 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 my point most is, most people
0: do either go broke or they're in a box
1: yeah no but i mean but but i mean it's <laughs> As an artist, you have really high highs and you have really low lows. And when you're in that low low and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm going to tell low, you right now, I had coming from the Wall Street job and having a father who was one of the top guys at Morgan Stanley. Oh,
0: yeah. Her, right? Yeah, he knew, he's into all that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Dude, her, her, her,
1: yeah. You know, my dad's team was one of the largest teams in the country. You know what I mean? dad. Yeah. But, I, dad. <laughs> I mean, when I told my dad I was going into music, he was like, wait. What?
0: what? <laughs> yeah. Well, he knows how, how, he knows it's a crazy world out there.
1: Right. But my point is, is on those really low lows, I'm like, and of course my parents are like, you know, I'm not, it's not supporting, you know, you worked your whole career to be in wealth management. What are you doing? Right. And it's like, but, but my, my point is, is you, I'll give you an example. Like I, I was, I was at a really low, low, you know, somebody that I had admired. Didn't care. They, They don't care. Right, they could give two shits about me, right? Um, and but at the same, like literally on the flip side, um, Kevin Martin of Candlebox. Do you know who Candlebox is? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, this was like back when I fr- I was uh, shit. I don't even know fourteen, fifteen. I don't even think I w- I wasn't even driving yet because I remember
0: this episode is sponsored by Aurora. Do you know what the fastest growing crime in America is? For years, this crime rate has been surging and affecting millions of Americans. I'm talking about identity theft, and there's a new victim every 14 seconds. Yet despite this, those who have had their identity stolen are often shocked when it happens. That's why I'm excited to partner with Aurora, who is sponsoring this video. Aurora is identity theft protection, fraud monitoring, a VPN, password management, and antivirus software all into one easy-to-use app. Their VPN allows you to stay anonymous online by keeping your browsing history and personal information safe and encrypted. Protect you and your family from America's fastest growing crime. Try Aurora for free for two weeks and see if you or anyone in your family's personal information has been compromised. Start your free trial today. Go to Aurora.com MSCS. The link is in the description below.
1: Burr. My friend had to drive us to their concert at the Roxy in Atlanta, and I went to go see Candlebox with friends because they drive
0: at the me. Roxy. Roxy, like the Roxy at, I'm thinking of. The it's Roxy, not the Roxy I'm thinking of. <laughs> go ahead.
4: In Atlanta?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. You're no. I know. Yeah. No. Not, yeah. Not that. No. 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 No, no. Anyway, well, I went to their show, and Kevin Martin, lead singer. It was, honest to God, one of the best concerts I'd ever seen, right? I mean, still still fast forward all these years, right? And that was the concert that literally started my love for music. I mean, I left that concert, and it was like this whole new world opened up for me. And so anyway, fast forward all these years later, I mean, decades later, right? I'm now in music, and I stumble across. I'm like, oh, my God, Candlebox. Like, Kevin, you were the guy that started this whole musical composition writing of, like, like. he was like, I, I was like, hey, you know, I'd love to meet you sometime after a show or whatever. And he was like, open arms, could not have been more welcoming, was like, hey, yeah, absolutely, come, you know, hang out with us. You know, do you want a picture? I'll, I'll tell the guys, you know, we'll put you on the – I mean, it was just – and it was like, so So you realize, you know, hey, you know, this person may not be interested in meeting you, but this person is. And they, you know what I mean? It's like the world of music is so big, right? To answer your question, that was my heart. I wasn't prepared for, you know, you just assume that because you have loved an artist for so many years. I mean, think about all these artists that you've loved you know th- like this is an artist that i run to every single day it's like you you uh, just assume that they're going to like you or wanna meet you and that's not the yeah s- you not that's not the case and yeah, i wasn't prepared realizing. for that yeah you i just have to that. you just have to remember to pick yourself up you know yeah
0: I mean? and also you have to remember that whoever it is that you wanted to meet worked their ass off for 10 years right you know or 15 right. or yeah. 20 while yeah. you were 14 and and
1: they're just their their jam is different yeah, you know what i mean like they they're
0: worried about what they got to do and at that point they want to get the hell home or whatever they got to do <laughs> in whatever and whatever they want to do you know? yeah
1: and it's like you just it is what it is
0: what was know? the toughest for, for you being an in, independent artist for this long what was the toughest thing for you the worst thing I mean, other than obviously the marketing, everybody knows the marketing parts always sucks. I'll piggyback a little bit
2: off of what Cassie said, you know, you know, that question, what do you do when your heroes fail you? So it's a good test to see if you really love what you're into because, you know, some things can happen and rock your entire world. But what those events, those terrible situations force you to do is to pull from what's on the inside. And then, you know, it's self-generating and you just become stronger. You love more. You don't love less. You don't clam up. You open up, right? And you just, you know, you are you're put yourself out there into the world.
0: So in other words, when you fail, you never give up. And that's kind of how you know that this is your love in a way. Mm-hmm. And look, this is going to happen. It sucks. The process you know? makes you. That's yeah, the true. process makes you, That's yeah.
1: true. Yeah. You realize your love for music. Mm-hmm. You can pick yourself back up. It's yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, when you
0: when you keep when, when you fail time and time again, but then keep trying and trying and trying, then then to me, you know, I look at that person like yeah. they really love this, and eventually yeah. something's gonna pop. Yeah. Now, with you being an ind- independent artist, and then we'll go uh, to you. Yeah. How did you build your fan base to where you are performing at the same place where Tory Lanes is? Because Tory Lanes is, he's he's pretty big. So how did you get how did you build your fan base as Cassie talks about a lot that if you can build your own fan base, you know, that, that changes the whole game. I would
2: advise every any artist to work on themselves and their life and personality. There's a great book by John Maxwell called The Three Hundred and Sixty Degree Leader. And in it, uh, you know well actually no, sorry, wrong book. It's called Talent Is Not Enough. Talent Is Not Enough? And so that that kind of sums it up, right? And who's it by? John Maxwell. That same guy. Okay. So Case in point, your who you are as a person, your character, your love, your kindness to people, people remember that. And you can be an okay musician or an okay this or that, but those things propel you to the top. So I think consciousness of being kind to everybody at every level, no matter where you are. So it's like if I'm with a like in front of a bartender, I'm gonna tip them. I'm gonna take care of them. You know, and without even trying, that bartender knows someone else. And they know someone else. I know, know what I'm some, saying? Yeah. Who knows someone else, right? Who right. passed your name along yeah. five years ago, and yeah. saved Bismarck Sachs on their phone
0: <laughs> multiple times? I've seen you out, but you were talking to people, yeah. And whoever I was with, I'd be like, "That is one of the nicest guys I know," and that relates to what you're saying. And I'm not saying that because you're here. I re- oh, and okay. You know, I always run up to you and I say, well, "Yeah, I'm man, seriously." But yeah, even the, the two later. times I know you were doing some business, and I, you know, I'm not going to step in.
2: Yeah, man. It's I think it's a consciousness nice of being kind, man. It's 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 effort. Yeah. You are. yeah its effort, and the funny thing is like that 1%, and you see that, Einstein did the, did this thing where he had he went up, he did like a bunch of calculations on the board, right? And at like the 75th calculation, all the other ones were correct, but the last one was wrong. All the kids in the class pointed out the one that was wrong, and the point of it was, Einstein's like, hey, I did all these right, but the one time, right? Or that big star that's out there, you, you know, you were nice to everybody, but you were rude to that one fan, that can bite you in the butt. I've read
0: a lot of Einstein, a lot of Einstein applies to business mm-hmm. yeah, in my opinion, obviously yeah yours yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah
1: I you know what for me when it comes to building a fan base, I'll piggyback on what bismarck said it's it's crazy because someone once told me they're like, cassie, you don't your music doesn't have to be the best music out there, you know what I mean like you when I was building a book of clients back in my finance career, right, um I got some advice from you know, uh, a regional director that said, hey, Cassie, you know what? Best advice I can do is uh, give you is build a book of business of people that you enjoy talking to every day, right? And I took that with me. I look at my fan base the same way. It's like, I want, you know, I feel like, and tell me if I'm wrong, I feel like when you look at an artist, you'll notice that, you know, what they sing about or rap about or you know that the vibe that they give off that is reflected in the crowd that comes to their shows Mm -hmm. right i mean it's like your fan base i feel like is a reflection of you right and so when i think of a fan base i think of what type of people do i want in those stands standing next to each other looking back at me right i want you know and I, i want to pay yeah. It, well, one of the, no, 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 no. But I mean, honest, it puts your cell phone. Honest in to it, God, I'll never, I'll never forget. It's so, it's so crazy. I was, so I was an actress in LA for a couple of years, um, way back in the day.
0: Just real quick, I, this is way off. I remember you telling me something. Yeah. You went to college for bio something, didn't you? Biosystems
1: bio? engineer. I you know I'm such, a, I'm such a <laughs> nerd, man.
0: I had to, I had to bring that up because no, I it know. just popped in my head. No, I know. Lot, I was though. an
1: engineer. I well I was a finance and engineering major. I, I've done I have lived nine lives and I'm still living a bunch. I'm like hundred and seventeen. You're gonna kill right? you're gonna kill me. <laughs> so you're, gonna, you're gonna kill it's me. All good. What is a bio we systems engineer? Water systems engineering. <laughs>
0: Really? Actually...
1: Hydraulics?
0: (laughs) I had Elon... Speaking of Elon, I had his partner in, Beto, his right-hand man, and he went to an island in the middle of nowhere, and somehow he had this thing. I don't know. You know, these rocket scientists come up with these ideas to do, like, just amazing stuff. Yeah. So they had had gotten done uh, with the CERN thing to get to Mars in seven days, but there's too much matter, so Elon's building a molecule. So while Elon's building a molecule, Beto goes to like the middle of nowhere like guam in like the ocean and i'm trying to get a hold of because when the thing hit the CERN thing hit the seven day thing it was like the last beta test and he was out faster than i don't know what i can i don't know very fast but i got enough out of him so he took waves and somehow built this thing with waves and currents for free for this island to power an entire island yeah. with electric and everything yeah,
1: you can totally do that Hydropower. It. Yeah. yeah it's this rocket I, I wanted to design fount- so cool what he did. fountains back in the day like commercial. I, I'm obsessed with Here's f- the best part. fountains.
0: You ready for this? Yeah,
1: I still am.
0: This guy it's on his hobby. own time goes and does this. He's, wor- he's Elon's right hand man. He's going to be a part of how you get to fucking Mars mm-hmm. and go hang out one day. You know what I mean? He'll be dead by then but maybe not. But now he goes and does this and helps an island. Somehow, some way, it's in some airspace that's Part of the US, but part of something else. It's a whole thing. They destroyed it because they said it wasn't green.
1: <laughs> I mean, anyway I Can't put that on YouTube. Right? No, it's crazy. crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, as I rudely anyway. interrupted
0: you, I just had to get that no, out there that you're a biosystems oh, oh, engineer, musician, oh, yeah. producer, director, no, 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 no. <laughs> 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 Richard seller, no. independent I, artist. I, I independent I did, producer, by the way, by label, the way.
1: By the way, I did not go to LA to be an actress. I like to make that. Very oh, I missed the actress on that list. Yeah, no, no, no. I I went to LA. I was in money. I was in wealth management. I went to an event and I met Nick Carant. It's a long story. Ten I bucks ca- says you can't. One of the say top casting directors in did. LA. No, he came up to me.
2: <laughs> you just went. Ca-
1: no, I was I was with like my dad's friends. I, I and he came up to and he was like, "Listen, would you would you like to come in and read for a role?" Actually, this kind of spins into what I was gonna say, so it's fine. It all it all weaves together but um he said would you like to come in and read for a role and i laughed and i said no 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 i i i don't even know what that means i'm I'm in wealth management i'm not an actress and he's like all right he's like well you know if you change your mind here's my card you know you just and on the way home um so my family friend that you know was in the car was like wait no, no no cassie like you don't say no to an opportunity like like. Do you know how many girls in this mm-hmm. town would would die for that? So anyway, long long okay, so and short what of did it. What'd your is, dad
0: have to say about that?
1: Oh, I, I, that was another heart attack I gave my parents <laughs> when I when I when I caught, I had transferred out there with Smith Barney, and I was I was working in the Citigroup building and like on South Flower Street in downtown and I called you're my You're stressing dad. this guy out. You're I a know, my management, I was you're like, a bio-assistence like, engineer,
0: you could be an actor. I was like, dad, you I come can... home, he's like,
1: I followed what the fuck are the... you doing? I followed, <laughs> I
0: followed Oh, the... you want to be an independent artist. You were just had an acting listen, job. Listen, wealth listen, management, oh, bio-fucking-whatever. Yeah. Oh, let's oh go God. be an independent I told, artist. I told him,
1: I said, Dad, I said, I, I fo- <laughs> I'm following the money. You know, I mean, I I got an agent. Meanwhile,
0: your dad is where? ZAG
1: day rate was, you your know. Your dad's like, where? Day, I know, right? You're
0: going to say you're following the money of your dad. Anyway, anyway. I'm so. am just
1: So anyway, but, um, but you Very know, the cool. funny thing is, is, so I, you know, I had all these like little roles you know supporting roles whatever and um that's so that's cool one of the movies one of the movies i i worked on for about three three and a half months to
0: hear what you walked from was
1: was little no my first my first feature was was um little little black book with britney murphy so i got to work i got to work with Brittany murphy for i got to work with britney for three and a half months and i'm going to tell you right now I still, so going back to answering your question, I still think about her when I'm approaching this, this music thing, right? I'm going to tell you right now, Tommy, she was, honest to God, the nicest human being I've ever.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Monster Energy. Tear into a can of the meanest energy drink on the planet. Monster Energy. It's the ideal combo of the right ingredients in the right proportion to deliver a big, bad buzz that only Monster can. Monster packs a powerful punch, has a smooth, easy-drinking flavor. Athletes, musicians, co-eds, road warriors, metalheads, geeks, hipsters, and bikers dig it. You will, too. Monster Energy is more than just the green OG. Monster has Monster Ultra, Juice Monster, Monster Hydro, Rehab Monster, Dragon Tea, monster max muscle monster and many more buy on amazon buy on walmart or go to monsterenergy.com and believe me you'll find a place unleash the beast monster energy
1: on this planet
0: no i believe you i believe she
1: was so kind she never spoke one bad word about anyone her i mean and so and i remember every morning i came in and you know, she you know do cartwheels and give everyone morning hugs and this and the other. And cartwheels, yeah, on set. You <laughs> know, we up. had this routine, and I, you know, like she. she I guess
0: if you're tired, you're like, oh no, ah, shit, so look at this cute. girl.
1: Like,
3: <laughs> I forget the coffee? <laughs> she yeah. was, Sorry, yeah. she anybody, coffee.
0: anybody got anything in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> she was so cute. <laughs> she's throwing flips and fucking cartwheels probably at 5 a.m you know? she
1: was so cute like I'm she you know craft services had to cut the sandwich her peanut butter sandwiches diagonally oh you know boy. i mean like she was we have
0: red m&ms so, too she was so sweet red gummy
1: so anyway, bears <laughs> you know <so> anyway, <laughs> red lollipops so anyway so one day she says to me she we got to we got to talking and i for, for, we were stand, we were all standing around and we got to talking and she was like i said something about we got on the subject of kindness and she's like you know she goes cassie i always i always tell myself you know what if people are questioning your kindness you're doing something right and i was like i will n- i can still see her saying that to me like i that has it's so funny how she's no longer with us and i have literally carried that one sentence throughout my my life so it's so funny to going back to your question building a fan base. It's like Bismarck will tell you, I get online and I'm searching independent artists. If you're an independent artist DM me. I will answer you, right? I am talking to strangers and he can he knows this.
4: Absolutely. Like
1: I'm not bullshitting. <laughs> you know, like I will I don't care if it takes me all night to answer everyone. But I um I just will randomly be kind to people, you know what I mean? Now, I was, telling, I was telling Bismarck, 90% of the time, people like embrace that, they're like, oh my God, you know? And they'll follow you, and the next thing you know, like just because you were kind to them, they'll buy your record. They'll, they'll be like, when's your next show, I'll come.
0: Well, remember, most people are assholes. Yeah. They either just ignore you. They no, it's block like, it's you. No, it's like or,
4: they
1: don't give a fuck. I, they have it like, I've had people tell me, hey, let me know when your show is outcome. And they haven't even fucking listened to my music yet. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's amazing what kindness will do. Now, on the flip side, this happened today. I haven't even told Bismarck this story yet. So
0: He's like, what now? <laughs> so, here we go.
4: Yeah, here we go. I, right I told, it,
1: I told him I'd save it for the podcast. I oh, so, have so. another one. <laughs> I actually, it was a couple of days ago. So I reached out. So I had, you know how when, you, when you're when you on Instagram. No
0: wonder you got this guy with fucking a, a glass of scotch. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> well fuck, take the bottle with you. You got to deal with this shit every day. There go. <laughs> I'm just
4: joking.
1: The, this is funny. You're going to die. So you know how when you watch Instagram stories. Story. Yeah. And you know how when you, you see a story that you like and you click on it. And obviously, you know, it takes you. So I had seen on somebody that I follow. I had seen a story. And I was like, oh, he's selling Cartier bracelets, right? I always I, I, always wanted one. I'm like, Cartier, the rule is you have to have somebody else buy it for you.
0: You know where this is headed. Go ahead.
1: No, listen. So, so listen to this. So I, click, I I, clicked on the story, and it takes me to the guy's story, right? So I'm watching his story now. So immediately, I'm sitting there in the studio. So immediately, I just send him a DM. I'm like, hey. I'll buy a bracelet. He was like, you know, hey, everybody, buy your, you know what I mean? And I was like, dude, I'll, I'll buy one from you. Like being kind, right? His response back to me, this is what, $5,000 bracelet. His response back to me was, you don't even follow me. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I, I'm like, weird. I, like I just discovered you, dude. Probably like, better you didn't. But, yeah. I, I, goes I,
0: I would put a lot of money on it that uh, <laughs> after about a week it's gonna be green. <laughs> and you'll spend five thousand for a green love bracelet. Dude, I was well,
1: for. I mean I didn't want to say it, but I was like, yo, I just offered to buy a bracelet. I don't even know if it's Bismarck. real, but yeah. it's so bad. But yeah. I mean but
0: I mean like What what, what he just went to uh, Cartier and bought seventy thousand worth <laughs> of bracelets? Because they're eight a piece. <laughs> uh, I don't think that they're just go to cart. It. Wait, so you can go walk <laughs> into Cartier and get it.
3: No. I just wonder how his business is doing. <laughs> <person> like that, <laughs> not, too I mean, well. not, yet, I, not too well. Not yeah, not too well. Because she's laughing.
1: Good. I started laughing because he's like, but, but what, going back what, to the indie artist thing, he was like, yeah, she probably can't even afford it. No, and I was that's like, not what happened. Yo. Bismarck,
0: let me tell you what happened. What happened was he knew that she's popular, that she's got a mouth on her, and she's out there, and that he's got fake shit. And if exactly. he sells her a five thousand dollar fake uh, love bracelet, his little snatch that he got from China for twenty bucks a piece is out the window. So he's got to have a reason why not to sell it to you. Now I'm sure uh, Miss Thing over here won't think that, but that's that's how guy that's how guys work. And I used to, you'd would would ruin his out. business model. <laughs> 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 and I only know because when I was broke, I had to do it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way you do it. And then when someone like you comes along. I find a reason not to fucking sell it to you because you're probably going to go to Cartier to get it buffed and it's going to turn uh, metal. <laughs> and then I am I have no more uh, capital to sell my fake stuff with. <laughs> and I'm sued. Oh, all, right, well, all right. And the cops this are at the door. Federal I'm agents, actually, friends. on that one. Yep. Definitely with Cartier. Anyway. So anyway, back to how you build a fan base. I just be
1: kind to... to people. You know what I mean?
0: I... See, now I've always heard, I haven't done it, but- I've, I've done on some websites where you build like an army. You know, some people refer to it as like, like the Bismarck army, you know, and you go on Reddit, not these other stupid ones like TikTok that mean nothing. And you go on like Reddit and you build an army, you get a bunch of people with the R slash Bismarck, the R slash Cassie, and you build that army up. And then whenever you post, they're all over it. They're pushing it for you. Yeah, you get uh what should we call it? Uh, interns. I yeah. got an interns for a couple sites. like that. Just go to Florida University, get two of them. You do it till five o'clock in the morning.
1: You it's free you, and they pass. You can do that. Yeah, I mean, I you know what? We've got a. I've got a couple people that naturally just do that. You know what I mean? But yeah, you can do. I mean, obviously, as an indie artist, whatever you can do. To push yourself out there, right?
0: Yeah, but you got a lot of independent artists, and you're saying, "Oh, be nice, be nice." There's more to it than that.
1: No, I mean, there's because
0: you got a lot of indie obviously. out there that you know might be watching this and trying to take off, and they see that. Well, it goes back that to that hustling. You're, you're hanging with the fucking Tory Lanez. You got Pipple's original guy that's about to do your song and everything else. So. How do you get that fan base? It's not just being nice. There's a lot more to it than that. If I'm nice and I can start singing? Well,
1: you gotta, I mean, you have to hustle. You have to know how to ask for it.
0: How do you ask for it?
1: You, You ask people, hey, you know, listen, I would rather you follow my Spotify than follow my Instagram. I say that to people all the time.
0: Just I can give that you
1: two said. shits about Instagram. Like going back to this guy that says, "Yeah, but you don't even follow me," and I'm sitting here thinking he was trying to sell you a <laughs> fake Cartier. I know, I know, but but my point, my point <laughs> is, is I would like I could give you know how many people I do business with that don't follow me on Instagram a shit ton. But remember the, the situation. T- yeah,
0: if you have Joe Blow who uh, who's yeah. making, you know, he's just some guy that. Wears nut huggers and drinks Budweiser, you know he's not going to care if you follow because he just wants to have something cool on his wrist. But if you're out there, okay. Oh my god. So, so Bismarck else would you build a fan base as as an indie artist, other than just getting them to like you? I understand, you know, answer things. That that's a big one. I'm sure that like answering all, you know, messages and stuff. Oh, like you that. have that's to. Huge. You
1: have to hustle. Yeah. Listen, if you hustle. He'll tell you, I mean, seven, what did we count? Like 700 indie artists, I think, you know, started following me over the course of like a week and a half. Wow. Right? Yeah. That didn't just happen to me. I Mm. had to reach out to about 5,000 thousand people to get 700 Mm -hmm. to strike up a conversation with me
0: but they're real good 700 probably or you narrow that down to whatever
1: 100 Mm percent yeah no and and they're they're excited to see the record when it comes out you know what i mean so it's like
0: i'm drilling down this particular question to both you because three guys i think are monsters Mm -hmm. but i think that they're at they're young and they're at that stage where you know, they're around people that are telling them that they're great, great, great. And it is good. But they don't have you know, they're not there answering messages. You know, they're not taking the time. They throw a post up and they just wanna go platinum like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's why I keep drilling down. How do you get a fan base? Okay, you answer messages, you get people to like you. What else?
1: You just you you've gotta you've gotta pick yourself up. You have to get yourself out there. I don't give a shit how you do it. I don't well, how care. do you do it? Like look I mean, Prime example, prime example, La Russell. How many times have we messaged La Russell? He has answered me back at, answered him back every single time. That man he's out in his backyard doing shows. come, you know what I mean whether whether you're hustling like a La Russell and doing shows in your backyard or you're you know an artist that's you know bar hopping to get your to get your band out right I mean there's so many different ways you just there's no one right answer right my philosophy is you have to fucking be doing everything like period period
0: that's a good way to put it you know what I mean
1: like people can ask me hey are you posting reels are you lining up performances are you putting new music out are you talking to fans it's like you ha- or Do you have, are you selling merch? Are you, you know what I mean? Fuck. Yeah. Do it all. You're getting more, right? I was just
0: thinking about it, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah it's a lot, it's you a know what I mean? Right? It's a
1: lot, but you've got to connect with people. And what happens is, is when you're a kind person and you do good business, like, you know, there's good business and there's bad business, right? Um, if you do business the right way and you do the right thing by people shit will happen for you you know what i mean people will come to you they'll think of you you know i've gotten one or two calls where it's like hey cassie we thought of you you know cumulus
2: yeah
1: how i i said it this is the crazy shit that i do this is a good story you guys ready for this Mm -hmm. this is a crazy shit that i will do and this goes back to my finance days when you build a book of business, what do you have to do? You have to cold call, him, right?
0: How many cold calls do you though? He, he's into real estate. He's a marine
3: and then oh, uh, real estate. He gets it. Yeah, he gets it.
1: He gets it. I don't, I
3: don't cold call much, but I go to uh, I build my book of business with financial advisors. Yeah, I do uh, reverse huh. mortgages too, so I'm in the mortgage side in the industry. Oh my god! But I, I do a lot of uh, like gospel marketing. So oh. I, like just kind of have you? I mean, I have to do reels as well too, and and stuff like that. But gospel marketing when you, that. That face-to-face interaction, and they get a a good visual of who you are as a person. Yeah, that that face-to-face is uh, it's unbeatable. Is like they, they would want to work with you just like just like this. One
1: hundred percent.
3: So, and then
0: and then the kinder you are in your field, the, s- the more likely you are to get a deal,
4: right? Get the yes. business.
1: I'm a. i am was a financial advisor for fifteen years. Whew. I was with Morgan Stanley. Come I worked on. for Merrill Lynch on the island. I got recruited by J.P. Morgan. I used to work with guys like you right? yes i built my book of business because i mean i went i went and lived up in new york for that a month and a half i went up to new york for a month and a half and literally went through smith barney training back in the day wow. where cold call training where you you weren't allowed to put your phone down you had to literally that it was one call after another after for Wolf of hours well
0: for wall street, wall street. Yeah. so anyway so, no but
1: and for real so <laughs> i have many heart attacks have you given your dad <laughs> right
0: fuck i could think of five right there that you just ripped off <laughs> ripped off the top here morgan no, but, stanley oh that's nothing but jp know morgan even though jamie diamond wax somebody yeah okay
1: oh my god i know his partner you take those skills and you apply them to the music industry it's no different right yeah i sat at my house Bismarck will tell you. I sat at my house. Everyone's like, hey, come out on the boat. Come do that. I'm like, no, nobody, everyone leave me alone today. I got on the phone. I don't, I can't even tell you how many executives I called over and over and over and over and over again. Finally, Cumulus is like, who the hell is this girl? Right? Who is this girl? Somebody call her back.
0: (laughs) Because eventually they're just going to stop girl. calling.
1: I'll be that and they're girl. They're going to answer. I don't and you've give got a fuck. The
0: one shot. Right?
1: I will be that girl, right? How because, important would you say because, your
0: first, your first like uh, appearances? You know, when you go on a call, you meet somebody. In in your industry, what you guys are in, how important is that first meeting?
1: It's everything.
0: It's everything. It's everything. It's everything, it's everything. Yeah. It's it's everything. across the board with business.
1: I will be that girl, and you know what? I finally months later, months. Later. I got a call back. Right?
0: But you kept calling.
1: And and you know what? It was like we love your tenacity. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, they're like, you're a maniac. What do you want? And, <laughs> and now, you know, I'm gonna and tell you
1: worse. now the CFO is yeah. one one of my biggest fans. Yeah. Supporters.
0: Be the tenth person that's told me that. They 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 just
4: blew And I'm up. gonna
1: tell you right now, it's like it's like, you know what? Listen. That's the kind of that's the kind of thing it's like that's what I'm talking about the hustle that relationship. I mean, he's been so kind. They've been you know, they're like, listen, we just want to see this girl succeed because look how hard she's working. Right. That, like, you know what I mean? When you work hard and you're kind and you're a good person, it will come to you. You know what I mean? It's not going to come to you from everyone. But that's okay you know it's gonna weed out the people and I'm gonna tell you you never forget the people that embrace you and the ones that don't right like I who knows Bismarck could be a multi-platinum artist next year right you think he's gonna go invite you know somebody that snubbed him to his table Nope. No, it's like so. you remember. Sorry, you remember the people. That, <laughs> you remember the people that were kind to you when you were nobody. With the rubber,
0: with the rubber band,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know with people. So it's like, I don't know. You just you gotta embrace everyone. You know for who they are.
0: Yeah. Now, and you're because in with with the saxophone, how different is that? <clears throat> being an artist playing saxophone versus like what Cassie's doing. You know, like when you're doing solo, right? Okay. And you make a record or whatever you call it nowadays, mm-hmm. an album? Is that what it's still called an album? Record or an album? Same, yeah. same shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How different is it promotion wise versus like what, Kat- say, she's not, you know, featured on any of your stuff and you just have, you know, an album full of really cool sax stuff that's excellent. How do you go about promoting that differently than you would, say, Cassie does or it's the same um, so
2: I want to use like a Thanksgiving uh, meal analogy right you got the different elements of Thanksgiving right? you have turkey uh, you got stuffing mashed potatoes gravy right so <laughs> I am
1: i sorry I can't give a stupid it's always food I'm so, <laughs> sorry so good uh, analogy though because you eat
4: the
0: turkey you, he eat the knows mac- you put like, on the Lions game and watch him lose <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> this
1: happens every time we do a <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Um,
2: ultimately, you know, I'm the turkey, is such a big part of the meal, right? Right.
0: So, what's the turkey in in, in the music world?
2: Yeah, it's, that's the producer, maybe the backbone of what's going on, right? It's the features. What Thanksgiving is known for? Okay. It's the foundation.
0: Now, let's stop at the producer because I know you know. So, explain from the outside because you're not a producer, right? Mm-hmm. W- what is a producer? A
2: producer is somebody that could create a track from its foundation. So from my angle, right, um, so you have a song. It's got different layers to it. It's got a piano. It's got a bass part. All these things are working together into one, like, track, one beautiful sound, right? And as a soloist, as somebody that likes to be featured, I try to find my place in that. And so where the art comes into view is I'm not there to necessarily overshine, but find my place in that to enhance what's already there. Add to. So I look at, I sell myself like, uh, I would sell myself yeah. as chocolate cake. Here we go again, more food. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> chocolate cake I is great, deep. but what is chocolate cake without icing? Sucks. I'm the icing. I eat the I eat the
0: middle of the Oreo first. Do there you? you
2: go. Uh, no, it depends what day, it depends what mood I'm in. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I like to bite it, and then sometimes like... But there's nothing better than taking it apart and licking it.
4: Yeah,
1: I can about.
2: take it apart and lick it. It's not bad. It's a good idea. That's the best part. That's a good part. I can't. I can't.
1: I can't. But
2: good, no, good analogy. Really.
1: It's a very good analogy. So,
2: like, I mean, I, if I weave my way back to the turkey, um, the stuffing, I think stuffing is a big part of what identifies... It may not be the main course, but it typifies a Thanksgiving dinner. So you think Thanksgiving dinner. So as a soloist, a good soloist is... And what I've like strove to do as a as sax player, my goal is to play a solo on a track that's remembered forever. And I don't have to do too much. I just have to do the right thing, right amount of gravy, you know, the right amount right of mixture in my cocktail. that's like mm, I barely tasted alcohol. You know what I mean? So it's like it's that it's that like it, it's it, that's that's real art. It's like you don't have to scream that you're art. You like you're just absorbed. Like wow.
0: What are the red things we eat during Thanksgiving? Little cranberries. 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 Oh, yeah. So, like, the cranberries would be, like, the topper where, okay, you got the turkey, you got mm-hmm. the filling, but you need the cranberries, oh. too, for it to be that one. There right? you go. Does that go the same in your genre line? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, well, I mean, to piggyback on what he's saying, you know, on this particular record, it didn't have a saxophone on it. I, I never initially envision it uh, envision that you know I actually this record was something I had produced for somebody else and then I I you know terminated that that deal it you know it whatever we went our separate ways and I I wasn't going to do anything with the song but I wanted it all started with me just wanting to bring him in on something right because he's a good person, I do peep. I do business with people that I like.
0: Forget him being a good person. The guy can crush it on that. He thing.
1: can crush it, of course. When <clears throat> I don't care if he's a right? jerk,
0: I <laughs> <laughs> You <laughs> know
4: <laughs> what I mean? Just... Obviously,
1: obviously. <laughs> exactly. But, my, but yeah. my point is, is I didn't. I didn't bring him on the record. Ju- you know, ju- I brought him on the record for everything. But on the record, it's it adds they're in the bridge specifically it just adds like it, you know it catches you it's it's just such a cool like you said he
0: enhances
1: he enhances the record yeah absolutely and it just you know it was one of these things where i just i was like bismarck you know do your thing like clean slate like i don't i didn't want him to feel boxed in i didn't i didn't bring bismarck on as a sax player i brought him on the record as an artist Right, I gave him the autonomy to create his own melody to it.
0: So now, when he Zero does minutes. that, does he send you say ten minutes of material, and then you cut what you like, and then you put that within? The so, track?
1: so we went into the studio together. Yeah, an
2: amazing studio, awesome. That's we, the best way to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I brought him. I brought him in this. Actually, we we went into this studio. We went into two different studios. We did. We went into two different studios. Um, shout out to Criteria though; they're they're my favorite. Um, but we went down there because I I just you know I wanted I wanted him to be on like the best mic. And we actually I've you know we used my favorite microphone that I'm you know saving for them. What's your favorite microphone? The vintage. I just Telefunk got goosebumps. Yeah, the Telefunken U forty seven, vintage though. The vintage one. Yeah, the the original vintage. That's what Frank Sinatra sang saying on. It. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, yeah, man, that's that, that's forever. It Frank has Sinatra, the that forever. warmest forever. sound. It he is could beautiful. Do it. No matter
0: what he did. It yeah. does. It's
1: beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I mean? Um but we went into the studio and then, you know, I I mean, he'll tell you, I just we let it run, you know, and we I don't even know how many takes we did, and I just said Bismarck. Do your thing, whatever you want to do with it. And then obviously I took it back and I, I edit it, you know, I do all the edits. Right. So I picked, you know, his best parts, you know, and kind of placed it where I, where I envision it in being the most powerful, I guess, in the song. So where
0: it would enhance it the most. Right. Yeah. 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 Now what's the difference between an engineer and a producer? Sounds the same to me.
1: Yeah, I mean,
2: engineers kind of refine the process, they're technicalists on in the in the process of I guess you could say getting a song out or getting a song ready to uh, you know, be
0: released. Like does the engineer can, handle can, the sonic like uh, in the in the ear? Is that the engineer?
1: Well, I I was going to say I can answer that for you. So I mean the, the producer is the producer is creating the beat, right? The music, right? That's creating the song. And then the producer, when they're done doing what they're creating the song, have you ever have you ever heard somebody like produce something in their bedroom? Yeah. And then put it out, and you're like, "God, that sounds like shit," right? Well, a lot when you of times, your quality.
0: Right. So, like, I listen so, to Chris Brown a lot. So, a lot of his songs that aren't like you, you Brown's know it, awesome <clears throat> he's the best
1: Christopher's the best he's my favorite i call him christopher he's i know i just favorite. decided one day he was gonna be christopher i don't know maybe he'll. He, listen. did he
0: get the breezy album <laughs>
1: oh my god Chris. there isn't <laughs> one amazing. bad song. he's an amazing i just went song too
0: oh he's was, <sighs> oh, was unbelievable i was from here me to you uh, oh my he's god he's my favorite yeah. he knows he went on it. tour oh, yeah. too
3: with uh with little baby yeah,
1: yeah I, saw was I was that yeah i
0: was from
3: me to her from him
0: a little baby's wow. a
1: nice guy. Both of those guys are so nice. The They're last time like, I went, I got front really row nice seats
0: suits. and I had a fucking stage in front of me. Actually. That's what sucks. When you go on these big tours, you guys,
4: Yeah. I had front I row
0: seats in LA, but the stage was up so high. Yeah. Even though I was front row, I'm looking at a stage.
4: I've been there.
1: That's know, I know, I know mm-hmm. that. Breezy's building. the best. I know, Breezy is awesome. Um, but the, you said but, Breezy around me. I brought that up. <laughs> no, but the, but the engineer, the, so the the producer makes the music. Oh, Cassie's, I'm engin- sorry. Yeah, so what ahead. I
0: meant was, so uh, Brown will put out a lot of songs. Because yeah. he, he's got like hard drives and hard drives yeah. of songs. So he'll throw them out just yeah. on YouTube for the fans. And you can yeah. tell they're not mixed. Yeah. And then when one goes, you know, 30, 40 million uh, views or whatever... Then eventually you hear it as a single or an album, and then it's you
1: know it sounds amazing. Amazing, the mix. Yeah. The engineers get their handle on it.
0: Perfect. The okay.
1: engineers go in. The engineers are adjusting e- things like frequencies,
0: the sonic EQs, left, right, exact, yeah.
1: all of that. That's right. The Compression. Mm-hmm. You know, When you when you when you take a song, right? Sound waves are like this. Mm-hmm. Up you and down, see the and spike. up and
0: down. And if like you hit the yellow, you went too high, right?
1: Right. Exactly. But if you know what what an engineer does and and like let's say I make a song I can't just throw it out into the world the way it is because it's gonna because of this it's gonna sound different on a phone versus a computer versus good speakers versus shitty speakers depending on the speaker quality the speaker's not gonna catch maybe all the highs or all the lows so what an engineer does is they'll go in and they put that through compression so they're gonna compress those sound waves down so it looks like this, so that when you listen to it on all devices, you're hearing everything that you're supposed to be hearing. Does that make sense? So that, engineers absolutely. are critical.
0: Wow. I didn't realize that. And it.
1: engineers have to have good ears for that. You know what I mean? Like
0: Okay. So tell me if I have this right. So the producer will record you and you, the beat, everything. Make so the it, beat. Yeah. It's done. Yep. Now the engineer takes it and he makes it crisp That's to make exactly it exactly correct. Yeah. Then, it will, then it's done, and then it comes up to marketing, however you're going to do exactly. it. Exactly. Hmm.
1: And, and it goes through mixing first, your mix engineer, like a Lou Diaz. Okay. Mix engineer. And then it goes and gets mastered. And mastered is like the final polish. You know, you have to make sure that it's got the quality that radio needs it to have, right? Radio is not going to play a song if it doesn't sound good, right?
0: So can you break down the mixing and then the mastering? Is, is it always the same engineer, or there's- Two engines.
1: Sometimes it is. Sometimes damn. it's two. I used two to. Do, so Lou, <laughs> got like a a bank Lou account. will tell you, Lou doesn't. But, Lou doesn't master. Lou Lou mixes. That's that he's known for that.
0: See, now I I like that because he knows his strength. Yeah. And he and he doesn't try to to be like, oh, well, let me do this too. He knows he's a beast Lou, at the damn Lou's mixing. A
1: beast with low ends too.
0: And he's a beast with his mind because he he's he's strong minded enough to know that this is my lane and i'm a monster
1: exactly don't
0: try to go yeah. outside of the box this yeah. is why and that's yeah. why he's yeah <sighs> you
4: know.
1: he's the yeah. one he's the one that introduced in me to mike because i, I asked him talk,
0: he, bobby texting back i know who you're talking about this okay. is a different you know who the other one is but the one i was referring to and you, that guy's a beast yeah the one you have congratulations
1: yeah, yeah. thank you yeah no Lee, lou's amazing he's mixed you know He, he'll, he'll mix all my stuff going forward. I, you know, when I first entered the music industry, I hadn't met him yet. Lou is a relationship that I, that I, I developed, right? Through meeting people and talking to people and working with people, right? It's like you go through these experiences and you come across these relationships. And that's why time is valuable. You know, like with this record, I was like, Bismarck, you know what? If we put this record out right now, it's going to sit, just like this other music no, no 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 like this is a record i'm releasing the right way right and you can't you can't rush something you know what i mean and thank god i didn't you know because it's and just have different.
0: you dealt with a master engineer a mixer engineer i
2: would say through different processes of other little projects i worked on you know but
0: not it, not as much as like Cassie would, right?
2: Well, no. I think yeah. if ever if you're doing it right, you're going to that's part of the process. You know? Um you want specialists at every part it's like building a house. Like everyone does not do the same thing when you're building a house, right? And then, you know, eventually you you know specialization is the word. It's it's the key. You know, Lou Diaz is he's the specialist he's the ace at
0: this level of this Makes phase sense. of what needs to be done okay now break down the mastering engineering to me
1: you know mastering i i think a lot of it has to do with you know levels of where everything is you know um i'll give you an example like a master engineer when you do when you do a collection of songs on an album you know that's where i find a good master engineer is role valuable, right? Mix mix engineer is going to go in and make sure each individual song sounds crisp and clean and good, right? The master engineer goes through and makes sure that every song, as when it goes from song to song to song to song to song, to song each song is at the same level, right? You don't want to be listening to one song and then get to song two and have it be kind of quiet and, you know, the master engineer. And then a lot of times your master engineer will, you know, is part of that production of making sure elements of each song exist in each of the songs. Right. They kind of marry all of those songs together. Smoothly. Smoothly. So that when you drop an album, it's like one collective piece of work. Right. Gotcha.
0: So, master Engineer makes it smooth. Mixer mixes all the sounds and everything a little bit better than the producer. and that's yeah. the phase. That's a lot of shit. It's a lot. It's a
1: lot of shit. I mean, I you know, I'm my guy in Atlanta that I was working with who passed away on our way to 11. We were on our way to a GEZ concert and I I lost. Sorry to hear that. though it's okay. It's
0: I know you love G-E-Z.
1: It was a um no, it was a He's single uh, now. Uh huh. He's single I, now. I, I don't I don't know about <laughs> his dating status. Um. <laughs> I just uh, we were yeah, so I, I lost Cosmo and sorry on to hear on the, that. yeah it's okay I it was so hard for me it was such a that was a horrible night I have had a lot of horrible nights <laughs> anyway but um he he did both he mixed and mastered um he was a very talented guy you know obviously not at the level of a Lou and a Mike. But he was he was very good at what he did, you know, and that's who I used before I met Lou, you know. What right. I
0: mean? so. now in your genre, right? I never hear much about drugs. Is there a lot of drugs in in your genre of music?
2: You know, I wouldn't even call it genre. I would just say amongst musicians,
0: musicians. I mean, because you have alternative guys in, you know, they've they're happy to be alive right now, right? You know, you have rapper guys in. You know, they like you know, they're creative or whatever. But in like sax, I don't want to call it sax, you know, just in your line. Do you see that a lot? I mean,
2: I think it's a lot a lot of it's out there. It depends on where you are, right? If it's a party, I mean there's a lot going down. But, you know, your decision, you know, as to how much of it you want to take part of is up to you. You know, there's you, you wanna main as an artist you wanna maintain clarity as much as possible. What I mean is,
0: like, do you know other saxophone players that overdosed? Oh. uh, You know, were in the hospital, died, things like that, that you see in other areas?
2: I'll say this. I can't say it personally. I know sax players, but not a whole lot, right? I get my musical, I guess, inspiration from a lot of different people. I will say, like, if you look at some of the golden era of saxophone, Charlie Parker, um, Dexter Gordon, um, if you really do your research, really get into it, there was a lot of drug use going on in that time. Even though, like, they want to pick the picture of it being rosy and, like, happy land, to, you know, here, i get my shirt tucked in and my tie, that's let's go. That's why I asked you. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's why I was really curious to know.
2: So it turns out um, I think heroin was big back in that those times. Charlie Parker overdosed on heroin. Like, a lot of sax players, like, from this golden supposedly clean era of time that just looks so happy <laughs> christmas time around the fire these guys are doing things that you wouldn't expect but they don't like history books don't really highlight drug use in that
0: time so it's not an association right well the government wasn't making money off of it so
2: You know, well actually
0: the early 60s what did reeve say when he show me actually there were yeah, late sixties and the seventies. Arkansas oh happened God. to be fifty thousand a load for some reason. Don't know why. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. And Texas. Um, do you see a lot of it? Uh, well, in all the people that you run into, uh, do you see a lot with with your genre?
1: Um, as far as as far as what with like, like you
0: know the the drugs being heavily used or a lot of drug use stuff like that.
1: I mean, you know, listen, I it's, it has nothing to do with the music industry. It's like you see that stuff. In I disagree accessibly.
0: with that. Really? Yeah, because a lot of musicians and comedians, they'll have a drink or they'll have a line or whatever it may be, and then they go out and they have this great performance. Mm-hmm. Then the next time they have a drink, same thing. Then that one drink isn't enough. Now they need two or two lines. Yeah. And then next thing you know, they feel like they have to do it to be able to perform.
1: I think a lot of it, you know, listen, it's not... Like people that would never do drugs. It's not, you know it's not an easy career this industry is you know you have to be able to endure like night after night after night after night you know what I mean and a lot of that I think is conditioning yourself I I love that some people that would drive some people crazy for me I I'm obsessed with work and I work all night and I can go like Yeah, And I don't I don't need substances like I can do it naturally. He'll he'll tell you, like, I don't need sleep. Right. Like, let's go. Right.
0: Yeah. A lot of people are like that. A
1: lot of people are like that. But some people aren't. Right. Mm -hmm. So they do. They become dependent. It's like because it's like, well, shit, you know, we're performing in Boston tonight. We have to be in London tomorrow, you know, and then Portugal the next day. And it's like, fuck. How do we? How do we stay? You know what I mean. I can see it. I can see how people fall, and it's it's a sad thing to see. It is.
0: We lost a lot of it's good people.
1: It's a sad vortex. You know what I mean. Yeah. And it's like I I was talking to a friend, you know, who is a really really big DJ, really big DJ, and I was like, you know, you know, he's like, dude, this this lifestyle, man. He's like. You know, because it just, it's a, it's a lifestyle. It's like, it's like for me, people, people always confuse. They're like, Oh, Cassie. So you DJ, we get that a lot. Like, Oh, you're, you're a music. You must, you probably get it too.
2: People think I'm a DJ. Yeah. They're
1: like, Oh, do you (laughs) DJ? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like I'm a producer. People don't understand the difference. Right. I'm a producer. For me, it's like, I have zero interest in ever DJing. Like I, I, you know, I've thought about, oh, would I like that art? Cause it's different art, right? And I'm like, no, like, it's so funny because I'm obsessed with music and I'm obsessed with making music. You would think I would be obsessed with spinning music. I, I don't, like, I like to DJ, like be, you know, pick music at the part, But at the end of the day, I'm like, no man, I want to be dancing in front of the DJ. I want to be able to leave the club when I fucking want to leave the club. I want to be able to go to the club when I fucking want to go to the club. I want to be able to enjoy the fucking party. I don't want to be standing there working the party. And
0: God forbid you're good. You're there five days a week. You're there
1: five days a week. And I know that it's like it. And it's Uh, a fucking lifestyle, man. It's like you're DJ, you know, and it's like. And I mean, that's what you have to do. Like once you fall into that, it's like, it's like, that's, that's how you make your money.
2: You gotta say to yourself, this is the life I've chosen. You gotta accept it. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm just,
1: I'm just gonna DJ. Right. (laughs) And it's like, it takes away, like it, it puts you, it throws you on a whole different schedule. I feel like, and then it's like, I don't know, man. It's, it's just, it's just not a lifestyle that I want. Right. Um, I forget what the question was. It was just about <laughs>
0: drugs. but you Oh, know, drugs. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And going back to, to you, I would think um, in the indie field, mm-hmm. I would imagine that the drug use would be extremely much lower than someone that signed to a label. label because if you're independent, you're extremely hungry.
4: Yeah.
1: I would think. Yeah.
0: If, if you're really taking it seriously, you're hungry as can Well, and can you're be.
1: investing your own money. Investing
0: right? your own so money. So you don't have
1: the... M- I mean, it's like you can put yeah. your money in music or you can put your money in drugs.
0: Right. So you can risk money. all that money you spent being an independent artist paying for yourself right. and go do whatever. And next thing you know, who knows? It's all over. Yeah. Or you say, let me get big where I can go fuck up and I'll still get another record <laughs> deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I mean, listen, it goes back to... Like I said, it goes back to getting that big deal, but what people don't realize is there are millions and millions and millions of artists. Mm -hmm. Like most, 99 point something percent of the artists out there don't get the option of getting a deal. Like it's very easy to be like, oh, why don't you just go with a major label? It's like, no, why don't you just go with a major (laughs) label? Got him. You know what I mean? See,
0: I told you I had an open minds. So no, it's my okay. My opinion
1: is now it's changed. Okay.
0: <laughs> my opinion is slightly changed.
1: <laughs> when you get your deal, I'll go get a deal, okay? You, you pave the way. Blaze okay. the trail. So for I would like me. to Let's retract go. my statement. Let's go.
0: <laughs> I'd like to retract my statement, and I think that if you can get in front of a label, yeah. that you should take that 360 for a year or two and then go independent. I mean, yeah. If you, you can't, know go to Cassie. Yeah, but here's the deal. <laughs> That's what I'm serious. Here's that the
1: deal. Time. What are the what are the chances of them do, saying a year or two? That's
2: I exactly, was I've been thinking I, that too. 1 I, to 2 years is generous.
1: I was about lawyer. to say man, I, yeah, I've you need never even heard of one or two years. Now hopefully there hopefully there's some big names out there that'll tell me differently. Mike Gilletti. But lawyer. It's more like 5 years, 7 or 10. You know yeah, you just, you just got to get a
0: lawyer that that can negotiate. You know what I mean? And you, you might not get that universal do, label or whatever.
1: Yeah, but you, you think? Know. I mean, listen, these labels have their own their own legal team too, and their their legal teams are pretty strong.
0: Even if it's three years, <laughs> even if I won't go fat. I won't go more than. Three, so, I mean, but, when
1: you get that three year deal, you yeah. you come and tell me. Okay? <laughs> there, right. You tell me how good it again, is, and then I'll go get. Again, one, this okay? is a
0: guy sitting over here <laughs> who does not talk to labels, who cannot sing to save his life. I can dance, though.
1: I'm going to get my deal when Tommy gets here, so, okay? Don't E.K., listen to anything to I'm that. fucking saying. Hold I'm, him hold him to that. Uh, you know, what do
3: I know? I'm, <laughs> I'll hold Tommy to it.
1: I'm <laughs> just taking it. I'm, I'm just interested. I'll I'm, fucking I'm, kill. You I'm get truly signed, interested. If you get signed to a label, I'll kill my indie artist deal. We'll pull the record down. Listen. There you go. Listen to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. You sing or you sing. I don't know if you can sing, and I'll say it's me. And it's my <laughs> high-pitched vocals, like Usher did in one of those albums where he was real high-pitched. Remember, you know, ta- I know you know what I'm talking about. You know, remember that one album when it was real Usher. high-pitched.
1: I love Usher. Usher. It was good though,
0: but remember it was really high-pitched. Like it, like it was all like really high. I don't, I don't know.
4: Okay. Ursher's amazing I'm going to tell you okay. His
1: his son went to preschool With my daughter Like th- He is the nicest You have the craziest life Yeah <laughs> No I remember I that one From <laughs> <some laughs> last one. Wasn't he like it's your neighbor true. Or they yeah. walked your dog Or some yeah. shit No He was not No But he was my neighbor He was my neighbor I know you had a dog. Roswell, Georgia Did you have a dog? Ursher. Did, did, did you I have a dog? Did you have a dog? I don't know if he had a dog No, did you have a dog? Usher and I aren't friends We're not friends But we did meet once you That's know, pretty we cool We did meet We did meet at preschool yes we did he used to go to donuts for dads he's a he's a good guy he's a good dude
0: i I heard Mm -hmm. i never heard one bad thing about him
1: no no, he's a good guy
0: i won so okay so that's my new opinion but then again i'm not the artist so i don't know i'm just throwing things together and just i'm interested i'm interested to know so now you do the independent you go to a label you start all this how's all that going and what's your part in it are you part of it or just kind of guiding, or or how's the whole more label set up thing going?
1: So right now, more music is very new, right? Um, Bismarck and I have discussed like what he's interested in doing. Like I think, you know, taking his own piece, right? Um, and kind of running with, we've talked about building some things together. But the reality is, is I can't put the cart before the horse. You know what I mean? so I, I have no investors in my label. I have self-funded everything. And my IP, my trademarks, my everything, right? So my music, the videos, all of that, right? Um, so the reality is, is we're just not at the point where it makes sense for me to pay him enough to do what he you know what I mean
0: yeah it has to make sense yeah yeah yeah,
1: right. yeah 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 but um but I mean I think we've talked about like we have some we have some really good
0: cool- things take time we yeah, have, we so have some everything.
1: really good things in the world. We have some huge fucking things. I'm just going to call a spade a spade. We have some really big things in the world. <laughs> Bismarck and I have a, one thing we do. We have a lot of really good friends that can help make shit happen very fast. So. Well, that's all
0: you need. You we're need very, friends we're in very the right blessed. places, right? We're
1: very blessed with that. I want to say
2: uh, Frank Sinatra sung this song called What a Difference a Day Makes. Uh, I always think of that phrase. In anything, right? Yeah. With the right people and the right setup. Sure. You can be laboring for years, right? But then there's this moment,
0: there's a call, there's a text, there's a... That's how it always happens. Dude... It always happens, at least for me, that, it always happens like this. It's, it's like, so, shit just isn't moving. It's like, what the fuck? And then out of nowhere, yes. boom, everything just changes overnight.
1: It's so funny. So a multi-platinum artist that I have been... You know, messaging. I've really, I really like have admired her for for years, right? And I've been DMing her on Instagram for seven years. All right, let's take it back. Seven years. How many Long times? You, how before... many? T- how
0: many times do you think she DMs? How many? How many messages do you think in seven years? <laughs> I don't even know what, what was DM it. What is that, is that no, just no? It's Instagram? like
1: commenting. Oh yeah, Instagram. Like commenting on her stories. Yeah. P- commenting. How many things? Sending her messages. And I'm going to tell you something, seven years later, now that I'm in music, I don't know, we could count, but now that I'm in music, (laughs) she replied and she's like, oh my God, I just realized you've been messaging me all these. So I'm going to tell you, my point is, my point is people will be able to go, wow, you were, you know what I mean? And it makes the connection so much stronger. You know what I mean? How
0: many do you think?
3: Definitely over a hundred. i mean, 100.
0: No. I'm going to say, I'm going to say,
3: no, I was going to go into the thousands. No. Right. <laughs> Five, seven well, years. I've would done.
1: No, hell no. Not that many. No. it's What's been, the number? What's so the, so the number? Tell been, me the number. It's been, I don't know, it's probably been like 14 or 15. Yeah, it's been like 14 or 15. But I mean, like, I'll send her, you know what I mean? Like, when she drops a new album, it's like, you know, listen, like a very detailed of, hey, this, you know what I mean? Like, when I send someone, when I take, listen, all of our time is valuable, right? Including my own. (laughs) When I take my time to write someone, it means something to me. You know, I don't just right nonsense. And I try to make it personal. Yeah, I like that. Tell that's you. why
0: I like Tupac. Tupac's my favorite rapper ever. And Chris Brown's my favorite ever of all time because of the lyrics. Yeah, Not only just the music. Yeah. Every song of his is a story. It every is. single one. It is. And that's why I like. And Pac was like that too.
1: No, I know. They're both brilliant. Brilliant artists. When
0: you make a video, like when you're doing those yacht ones that I was falling over over, you don't think it's just like a boy
1: falls from that yacht.
0: Uh, how did, what do you use a drone and then it's caught up or, or how does that work with videos like that? So the particular yacht shoot was very,
2: <laughs> very interesting. What happened that day? I remember we got up at like four, I got up at like four thirty. I was excited. I think I still went out the last night. I might've, but anyway, I was pumped. I got up, got there. And then I had a guy, a friend of mine that, um, I told him to come along and, and bring your, bring your drone, bring your camera. I showed up and someone else had brought someone too. So I ended up getting footage from two different people, you know? Um, so that, you know, he's just really talented. So that, that one yacht shoot, I guess you could call it a music promo. I wouldn't call it a music video, but more of a promo for one song that was a couple of years back. So that kind of came together very organically in the most, uh, probably pretty interesting way, like, all the players that day, people who showed up, I sent out a bunch of texts like, "Hey, you want to, you want to come?" And then someone else invited a lot of girls, and then I invited girls, and then we we were all there, um, you know. And one, the other drone guy came up from Miami. Oh. There's a lot of like weird last minute Avenger assemble. So it was type. like it was one of those days. It was one of those days, <laughs> and then like it, it, that was crazy because we didn't even like the best shoot. Like the best moments came from like moments I was unexpected like we were planning to f- go out to the ocean get a certain angle and all this but some of the best shots came for when we just started and you know it, it ended up working out really well and it's ha- having a good editor to kind of wheel it all together makes everything too
0: when you do something like that and yeah. you kind of have in your head what you're gonna do mm-hmm. right you know sax everything else you, you, you know the tunes you're gonna play whatever and then it switches they want something else or, or for whatever reason, is that really hard to make that adjustment on spot? Well, I respectfully,
2: I want to say that I had total say over everything that happened pretty much that day.
0: It was a unique collaboration. I mean, in general, in not, general? not necessarily just that day, just oh. in general, Yeah.
2: Um, I'm proud to say it's, it, it doesn't start out this way, but when you're hired or when you're, invited I would rather say to be to collaborate on something they want whatever you want to do it's not the way it starts right sometimes when you when you start out it's like okay I've got ABC like I need you to play these songs you need to play that and and that's it and then you're done like but being appreciated as an artist as someone who can contribute like part of you you know is important Um, so like those are the kind of things that are happening now which I'm grateful for
0: you know, where they're kind of just saying, "Hey, Biz, do your thing. You're here, and we, that's what we want." Who was the guy at uh, Wheels, Wings, and Fashion that was working with you? He had a lot of energy.
2: Oh, probably Wayne. Ah, uh, he was good. yeah. Wayne is a uh, oh world the trombone. Class. Yeah, trombone? yeah, Wayne. Oh God, I yeah.
1: I love him. He's <laughs> the two, nicest dude those, too. Those he's so the house. great.
2: You got a lot of energy, boy. It's funny that you mention him. I was thinking about him earlier in this podcast. Yeah. He's the one that got me to upgrade my Spotify membership <laughs> premium about like eight years ago. Oh <laughs> Did he really? Yep. So he knew was what was commercial, commercial guy. I was that the guy The fact that's that like, you
1: can remember that is just so impressive. He's like, yeah, yeah,
2: invest in it. I used to be that guy, like you hear the music, boom, sh- boom, sh- boom. Buy towels. Like the commercial just it comes in. It's like, you know-
0: Yeah, can't you, you do you... The, the, the thing? What's the thing that boys the Men used to do? Uh, the one with the heavy voice. What's yes. the, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, he was a monster. What's yes. that called when you could? Go... Oh, beatboxing. Beatboxing. You could do that. Ken. Yeah. I mean, you really. did it,
2: You you
1: just did it. That was maybe? a
0: simulation. Give me a little some beatbox.
2: Yeah. Uh, now, I'm, Bismarck,
1: I'm a, you did it before. My
2: mouth's not gonna work because I'm thinking about it. It will work. Have a drink. Yeah. It'll work. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Um, but
0: but yeah, beatbox. Uh, beatbox. Oh, fine. He ain't you. gonna get out of it. You. I'm not. I won't be one of B on the beat, C in the seat, E in the seat, T in the seat. You think I'll get a label deal? You think I'll get signed? There it is. You think a label's going to come for
1: me? I'm going to lose that fucking bet. Someone's calling you. Where's your phone? I don't know. They're definitely not calling
0: for a label deal. (laughs) (laughs) That's for damn sure. Maybe for him for his beatbox.
1: We got to get him him before someone else does.
0: Now, your music videos, how, how are they done? I, how, what's the process with that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I like to kind of create. I'm, I'm kind of a nerd with like this kind of stuff. But I lay, I lay out a storyboard.
4: <laughs> oh Christ! Oh boy!
1: I don't even know if I should admit that. <laughs> oh, I understand the scotch. <laughs> Wait. I really, I really do. I really do. I. If you're
0: going to a chalkboard after this, <laughs> take that with you.
1: I get this from. I get this from. So. I don't even want to say that I I wrote a children's book. <laughs> it, I have that's a, number I have nineteen. Toy, that's yeah. I have, I, have 19. Toy, I have a toy. I have a toy company. That, oh, I had a toy company. That I, that now that we're at twenty. But anyway, but my liquidate. my it. point is my point is is I've got a story. <laughs> we One day that. we're gonna have to go to Bismarck,
0: all her different jobs, and see what the hell they that's are. That's another episode, dude. It's that yeah. you we'll know what
1: you know what though. But the the toy company was a hobby all of these were all hobbies i you have to remember my my career was in wealth management for f- over 15 years right so i mean i was at one firm for over a decade right like i'm i'm not, not, like, I'm, I'm impressed <laughs> no, i'm not I'm like just saying, you know I'm like, I'm like damn it sounds like i'm like uh, all over the place no no no, no like, I, I'm like I, damn I have my fucking ducks in a row I swear to god uh, yeah. um, but no I, I lay out I lay out a storyboard for you know kind of the, the different scenes and what I want Um, I can't knock you my best
0: engineer who got me the job with the breakers I offered him AutoCAD a hundred million times, and he wanted that damn pencil and paper and the octagon, like that little circle thing. Mm-hmm. And I'd see him in the office for hours, and I'd be like, "Are you serious?" Yeah, I'd be like,
1: "That's funny." Uh, Jorge,
0: look, bro, we could do this all <laughs> on a computer. No, nope, no, nope, I don't trust that technology. He built Miami <laughs> University. He was a structural engineer <laughs> for Miami University. Got him on Craigslist. Wanted. To- <laughs> he used to work ten-hour days, you know, building stuff. He retired. Well, his wife and him, they're not used to being together ten, you know, all day and all night. Yeah. So I would go on Craigslist and look for older guys that had good uh, portfolios. And I just thought in the back of my head, if this guy's that good, he probably worked 10, 12-hour days. Now he's at home with his wife all day and she's at home with him. Yeah. Out now they're really getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. I, he probably wants out a little bit once in a while. <laughs> and, and it worked out great. But <laughs> no, I really yeah, They were all everybody, <laughs> but one guy so was funny. retired. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's crazy. And the wife couldn't wait for him to go. She even, she, one time he'd come in, or one of them would come in, and I haven't got a lunch packed in 20 years. Oh she had God, the fucking lunch crazy. packed the day before. <laughs>
4: oh
1: my Honestly,
0: God. Honestly, I'm, I'm not playing around. That's funny. too funny. But going back to what you were saying, he was the best, and he was the only one that could fix that Italian restaurant over there. The column, the thing was falling. Yeah. And he spent months with that damn thing. And I'm like,
1: "Bro, we got other jobs. No,
0: I'm almost done." Yeah, you're almost done. You've been almost done for 3 months.
1: Oh my god. I'm not <laughs> no, I'm, I'm getting not built, like that. you fucker. I work I work fast. I that's the other thing. Like I do a lot, but I like to I like to make shit happen fast. Bismarck tell you. Like I don't like shortest shortest His time eyes just from, went to
0: the, the, his eyes just went, You B. said Fast and his eyes just went back here. Well,
1: like I mean, I I set goals for myself with music and I've okay. hit them so far. You know what I mean? Like, am
0: like, <laughs> yeah, well, I was a week. Yeah. Okay.
1: Apart from releasing this, but my point. <laughs> well, is, that's is, like, the biggest fucking part. My. <laughs>
0: I'm just
4: joking.
1: My Spotify, was like, you know, I want to hit a hundred thousand streams yeah. by X, and I did it. This, right. Your numbers. I want to hit. Or, like I'm hitting my, my I'm hitting my numbers. Like I I'm, I'm hitting my it. fans. You know what I mean? Like, I just, you know, um, I'm strategic about things. Here's the other thing. I'm not going to dump a bunch of money into a record that's just going to sit, right? So I'm going to build the the environment around it that is going to allow me the biggest bang for my buck right, right because
0: all the capital that you put in it's
1: very easy when you're not yeah. investing your own money oh, to be God. like hey why can't we drop there it's like well
0: yeah
4: you know what i mean yeah, you it's know not I'm,
1: your investment right It's you know a, I'm it's, just joking yeah, yeah yeah no no no, it's fine but it's um i think with like um you know with with working i it's just i just like to work fast but with a video i'll do a storyboard in like a day right but i um i i there's a group down in Miami that I that I work with um, on production and and Oscar's amazing Um, we planned that whole video we did the song in a day literally the whole song was done in a day and then it was mixed by Lou um, you know in a couple days and mastered whatever we we planned that whole video and shot the whole video in a week I mean it was crazy you know what I mean
0: now, our, when with the video and, and even the recording, everyone's always still using Mac, right? I have yet to see anyone that uses a Windows as a producer or engineer. Have you?
1: I was... You know what? What's funny is, is I was very... Years ago, I was anti-Apple. I threw
0: right? it out the window.
1: Isn't that funny? I was like, I'll buy Apple stock all day long because I knew what they were doing to their customers. I was like, I know they're going to change the adapters. I know they're going to do all of this to hit the stock. I'm like, listen, I'm going to buy their stock all day. I've had their stock for years, right? All Who does it, right? Yeah. Me. Stock is fucking doing it. The stock <laughs> An is doing it over
4: here. Right? Yeah.
1: Right? But um and, and that's been that's been invested, but the uh you know, it got to a point where it was like fuck you. You, you, have have you have to. You have to. You have to. You guys did the same thing, right? I, like...
0: I I like BlackBerry because I was always into business of some way, yeah, and I liked yeah. that feeling of a keyboard. And before that, I liked the two-way next though. Remember those? You could yeah, go, that yeah. was the shit if you had the two-way. Yeah. And, you know. And then I went and got an iPhone. I'm like, this is a pain in my I literally rolled down yeah, the window and just it threw it out a the window.
1: second to get used to Mac.
0: <laughs> and then my friend got talked me into Samsung, and that one I was like... <laughs> you're no yeah. way no. this is retarded it took it back and then like you said eventually you gotta deal with the iphone uh, and you know i will tell you from a production. but the mac is there's just nothing better
1: i'll tell you from a production standpoint um i'll never forget watching a video of pharrell um producing i you know pharrell is my idol he's my idol right um he Filmed himself. I, I think he was, well, I forget that he was like walking, he filmed himself for the whole afternoon producing a song on his laptop, right? And I was like, shit, I was like, you can do that. I'm going to tell you right now, like, obviously, I always have to have like the newest laptop, you know what I mean? Because I do a lot. I need the, the processing, right? Because I, if when you run Pro Tools, you know. Yeah, like, but
0: with this, you need that M1 Max chip. With 64 gigabytes of RAM Yeah, you guys it. the same. You yeah. have to. You have to. You have so to. So you guys get yeah. it. And the 64 cores were, fuck, there's 30. But I
1: mean, what they do now, what they manufacture, I mean, for, for what we do on the pr- production side is fucking phenomenal. I mean, I give Apple that. Like,
0: Are you guys using Final Cut or uh, Adobe or DaVinci? Do you know what they're using to edit? it?
1: What do you mean to So
0: edit? like when you do like a music video, right? And there's layers like you were talking about. Like
1: Oh, <clears throat> I, I don't know what Oscar does. Yeah, I don't I don't edit um my videos. I was talking about producing the music. I was just curious um, what they edited with. I don't yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to ask him. Seems to be a
0: lot mostly with the music videos Adobe. Oh, Adobe really? Premiere. Yeah. Final Cut was really good, but uh it's just they fucked it up. Oh, did they? Yeah. It used to be fat. With that M1 Max chip and all that RAM, you used to be able to do, just throw it in there, and you could do, uh, I don't know, 50, 60 gigabytes, and it would share in 10 minutes. Then they did update, update, update to the Ventura, the Ventura, which is the, the new one, and now it might as well be Intel. Right. Before that, it smoked in. There, were, there was yeah. nothing even, couldn't even, Intel, the... If you had an Intel with 200 gigabytes of RAM, nine million cores, it wouldn't matter. That M1 Max would destroy it. Got it. But then they played with the Final Cut Pro because they were trying to compete with Adobe Premiere. Uh And then DaVinci came out with an editing one. Lou would know all about this, you know, technical stuff. And DaVinci is made by Blackmagic. So most things that are edited, Blackmagic is somewhere in there because they're just, it's expensive, they know that they're good, so they'll yeah. send you a $10,000 system without a power cord. But they can do that because you need them for Magic. certain things, you know what I mean?
1: Interesting, yeah, don't you love
0: that? So yeah. then Blackmagic came out with their own editing software, so... From what I know, just most are using that Adobe Premiere, which is lightning on the Mac, and uh, but not as user friendly as Final Cut. I was just curious.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't edit my videos. I don't trust. my I'm myself. surprised I, you don't. No, I'm, I. Biz right? Mark will tell you. I'm not a. I'm not a.
0: Are you surprised she doesn't editing videos?
1: Yeah, because I, I, think I would think she, you, that. that
0: she would want to put it. Because you know you have layers and layers and layers. No, you know, I would think you would I, want to I be delegate forward, that. You know? Yeah, I'm, but you also have monsters. You know, so.
1: I mean, Oscar does a really good job. Yeah,
0: what are you gonna do? Say, like, Oscar, hey, let me ed- edit it. No,
1: <laughs> no. <so. I'm laughs> He's gonna be like, higher, yeah, okay. Hire, Go waste your time yeah. and, and give it back know, to me because <laughs> he knows what the fuck to do. You know, yeah. I just, you know, yeah, no, I, I know my, I know my strengths, and then I, I just have no interest in editing videos. Like I like having a a producer input or a director's input in terms of like what scenes we're doing or how I want things to look. But when it comes to shooting or editing, Keep
0: enough you've had enough, huh?
1: I'm di- yeah, not my thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when you edit do you, or when you have a video e- or just the audio, do you use Pro Tools or Logic or do you have a- I do a lot of
2: partnership with people that are already well versed in something like that. I don't do any production myself. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's just, it goes back to specialization, right? You don't get out of your own way, like be good at what you're good at. And then, right. you know, someone, one wise person once told me, lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. Yeah. So, it's very smart. Yeah. The quicker you do that, the quicker something can happen.
0: Right. You're a sax, you're a sax player. Sax player. You're not, a, you're not an editor, not a producer. Nope. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, I'm not a sax player, <laughs> but if you want me to edit something, I can edit it. Right. <laughs> right. I don't know. Do you know what happened with Logic? Do you know about you know Logic Pro Tools?
1: I, I never...
0: Never so got into that. Huh? No,
1: because I, I walked into a studio... I am
0: shocked that you don't at least know what they're I'm using. I mean, you why. know they're using I, Pro Tools. I,
1: I, I walked in the studio. You have to remember, I just entered the music industry a couple years, a few years ago, right? Yeah, I, I walked into a studio of men um, in <laughs> in New York, oh. right? And I walked in and I was there to learn... Right. And and I'm talking like you have a girl walking into the studio day one of being in the music industry. Like I, I can write music. I can. I have it in my head. I know what I want to make. But I don't know. Of I didn't even know what fucking software to use. And I walked in and I was like so I was like, Wait, here's my first question. I want to make my own music, so where the fuck do I start? <laughs> okay, imagine walk- imagine a girl walking into a room full of men who have been doing this for decades, right, mm-hmm. or whatever, and they all looked at me and they're like, "Well, you know, you you could." What we use is real advanced. See, they don't know me. Right. Like what what we use is real advanced. You know, I mean, we use Pro Tools, but um, but you know, we could start you. Like my suggestion, they didn't fucking take me seriously. Uh, My suggestion is, you know, like maybe a a Logic or something. Get yourself a Logic, or and I was like, no, no, no. Logic is just
0: as hard. You
1: you so you guys work with pro Tools. is that Mm. what all the studios work with and they're like yeah but i mean that's those are like professional producers and i was like all right well then you know what only pro tools it is done (laughs) that was the end of that so i never even i never even looked at logic when I heard that, because I was like, you know what? If I'm here to play, I'm fucking here to play.
0: <laughs> that's funny. That's funny, because when when Scott the engineer, play. <laughs> when Scott the engineer from Howard Stern started uh, filling in when he could in the back, he's like, "Where's Pro Tools? Because that's all he used the entire time." That's with Stern. The I, Day it came out, that's when Stern. I don't used know them.
1: a damn thing about Logic. Not-
0: I, it's complicated. I, I think they're both equally as hard to to learn.
1: Pro Tools is Pro tools amazing. Is way better. I fucking love Pro way Tools. Better. A thousand times better. Really, I love Pro Tools. Yeah, I mean,
0: I don't need it for this stuff, but you guys do. You know, but yeah. he's like, "Where's Pro Tools?" I'm like, "Buddy, it's just it's a podcast." from Howard Stern. <laughs> and then he looks at it, he looks at that shit and he's like, "Oh boy, <laughs> you know, you know." But yeah, Pro Pro Tools seems to be the one. Yeah. Did either of you get COVID?
1: Yeah. I did. You both got the, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I we went to a wedding in New Orleans. I got I got it in New Orleans. We this was at the very beginning. L'Oreal and John's wedding. And uh, we friends of ours and uh, we this was at the start of it all. And I was like, why the fuck are we all sick? We were all (laughs) taking jello shots, squirting syringes in each other's mouths. I mean, fucking crazy. It's New Orleans, right? Yeah, we came home, we were all so sick and then it was like a month later, they're like, Oh, everything shut down. We were like, shit.
0: Oh, you got it right in the beginning.
1: I got it I got it in the oh, beginning. Yeah. That sucks. I did.
0: Bad? I did. Was it bad no. or just like the flu?
1: No, I hardly I never get sick yeah. I feel like the best immune system. Man,
0: yeah. yeah. Did you and you got it too, right? You got it bad or just a cupcake walk?
2: First time was really bad, but it was before it was like known. December twenty nineteen. Oh wow, you got it really. You got it beginning. before me. Yeah, Damn. it was like the worst flu. Something about to me was like very synthetic compared to other, like having the flu before. This was just different, and my taste kind of went away a little bit. Like it was really bad, and it, I still was operating and doing things, but like you go to bed, I would sweat like a champ. It was like nice. waterbed now.
0: Yeah. Um, so it's like, it,
2: and then I got it a couple more times actually. Really. Each time it
0: was just less and less and less. Immune system build up and mm-hmm. defense, story, Yeah. Mm-hmm. How bad did the pandemic affect both of you? I mean, luckily, you know, you guys can always stream and make music. So we were, you know, we're lucky that we're in Florida, and you know, we're in like the music podcast things. You, I loved it. Even if I couldn't get I mean, anybody in, I could just talk to that fucking curtain if I had to. I you loved
1: know. it. I <clears throat> was on the phone all the time. Were you? Yeah. So So.
0: That's what I noticed with COVID, right? It either yeah. destroyed you or it made you. Yeah. It seems like there's not really too much in the middle.
1: I had so many great conversations. I mean, you so know.
0: it benefited, and you made you turned yeah. the time off into a, a positive, right? Yeah. Now with you, how did that affect your career? I would say the
2: weirdest thing was a psychological thing. I mean, it was f- kind of I needed a break actually, and I didn't know the break would come this way. <laughs> Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> kind of a hell of a way to happen huh? <laughs> um, right.
2: but like for me even I would say over the last year I'm undoing the psychology of just kind of being at home and stuck at home like I didn't realize how much I loved and absorbed the presence of other people until like COVID happened and I think you know it, it, it's a once in a lifetime occurrence right and f- in order for those what affect like, affects you psychologically during those times in order for that to be undone that in turn takes time. So it's 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 one of those things like I think the weirdest thing for me was just the absence of people and the absence of like societal just gathering.
0: Yeah, and like I would go to get even even when it kind of like died out when it wasn't really that big a deal anymore, mm-hmm. I'd go to get like a tire changed and they'd be like we can't get anybody to work. It's 3 weeks out. And I'm like it's a tire. <laughs> And usually, it's a friend of mine, and usually yeah. it would be the same day, and he's like, "We, I can't get anybody to come into work. He, They only have one mechanic, but usually they have 10. It's a yeah. big dealership. Yeah. Multiple times I went. Only one mechanic, I'm sorry, because they got so used to being at home. Then they got the check. Then when the check ran out, they just found a way to work from home and never went back to any. That happened to a lot of people and a lot of businesses. There's this one guy, I used to play, I well, from time to time I do,
2: um, I played at all of his restaurants. Um, one of the ways he adapted is he literally turned his restaurant, since he couldn't see anybody, he turned his restaurant into a market. So I like <laughs> I would go there and buy like milk and chicken and eggs and these things, and it was pretty interesting. He, he definitely he flipped it quickly. He yeah.
0: just went, you know. And the restaurants that flipped real quick to Uber Eats, they survived. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ones that didn't got crushed. I know. Crushed.
1: I know Rodney. And did you see Rodney go before city council? Yeah. Did you see that? I oh, saw... that was so heartbreaking. That was just
0: Party crazy. Central. I had them. On. I've I've been doing SEO for Party Central for a decade. Yeah. And they closed all, all locations, and I was doing them worldwide. So I would have I would have somebody in multiple countries working on it in that language, you know, the SEO, and then translate it to you know all complicated shit. Yeah. They closed. So I wake up one. That was one of those days you don't want to wake up. Mm-hmm. Wake up, all locations closed. Boom. It's crazy. In the top of the email. Two weeks later, Freedom Gym in New York it was a gym where like j-lo or, or like celebrities would go so they don't get bothered mm-hmm. you know 1500 a day or you know two hundred thousand, quarter million a year but mm-hmm. you know so they don't get bothered right well which was it was crazy and i would mark i would do all the seo for them now these are people that are wealthy 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 you would think that being that they're that wealthy right the reoccurring the two grand three grand whatever you know depending on what level you want it to be you would just let it reoccur you have the money Right. Right. You're you're gonna kill this place. Right. Well they didn't. They would change the credit card numbers, the debit card numbers, checking accounts so they couldn't do the reoccurring. So yeah. for fifteen fucking months, all those reoccurrings were dead. Seventy yeah. percent of the reoccurrings got canceled.
1: God, it's so sad what happened in New York. I wow. the like Times Square, I remember getting a call. I got a call from a a friend of mine in, in the music industry and you know he was like he was like yo he's like yo I just like this it the crime is so bad in Times Square the the studio that I had gone to um, a couple times not the not the other one in New York that I went to but but the first one the initial one um, is shut down you know they shut down and it wasn't it had nothing to do with business it had to do with the fact that literally people were looting the streets like it just wasn't safe
0: you see you know that I mean? guy? They had cameras, like iPhone. You see that guy run? Multiple guys run out on camera of Louis Vuitton with, I believe Fifty hundred? Did you see that? I. You saw it. it? That's crazy, man. Everybody with videotape, nothing happened. I do. If I would have done that, I would have got twenty.
1: Oh. Even in, I mean, oh, it they would
0: have. They would have given me yeah, twenty.
1: it's so sad. It's I mean, crazy. People were getting. Women were getting raped i mean it was awful it was like all kinds of stuff going on and it was just it was so heartbreaking you know what i mean because it's new york you know i mean i grew up going to new you know what i mean like i've spent spend a lot of time in new york you know i still do um when was the last time you were there um when was the last time i was there i flew up there when was it five like five or six months ago real quick so d- not for very long. But, I was going to go this summer to stay like we have friends in the Hamptons and I just never went. You never went. Did you?
0: How bad was it five months ago?
1: Um, I not bad. I mean, it's not that I did like Times Square, I think, is just still recovering from what, what I shame. hear. But <laughs> It depends, depends on where you go. I mean, we have friends, know. Syria, and all those guys. Are...
0: The Santos might be sending another plane to them or a bus <laughs> to them. How about that? How funny was that? That's crazy. That was mate. the funniest thing ever. Oh <laughs> he Santos. He only sent 50, right? To, and they were going nuts. I know. And you I put these poor police guys border patrol dealing with that all by themselves it's not about just, left or right fuck the left or right it's just yeah. i mean you're making these sheriffs in texas deal with all that and you can't handle 50
1: yeah send them
0: send a hundred thousand to them i bet you they change your tune i
1: don't know it's crazy it's so crazy
0: it's a crazy thing crazy times
1: it's it's so crazy. this that you know my my choreographer um sent me a message the other night out, out in L.A., Sticks. and um, Yeah, what are
0: guys like he, Lou and them saying about all this shit?
1: No, we don't, like, I, it's so funny because everyone, well. everyone I do business with, like, we all stay out of political bullshit. You know yeah. I mean? At the end of the day, it's like, for me, humanity is above all of that. You know what I mean? Because it's like, for me, it's like, at so- someday, I look at it as, someday, you know, we're all not going to even be on the planet anymore. Like, who the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I'm just... Like, we're all visiting, right? Like, and so I just, there's a a level of humanity, I think, that I have. Um, I I try to look at it. And it's so funny because regardless of what your political stance is, like, I told Bismarck, I got a, a, a message from my choreographer. And he had been hired by a family out of Nashville that wants to, you know, throw some money into their daughter being the next big star, right? And they had hired, you know, they had hired him, and you know, he cleared his calendar, and they hired him for a big bot. And then they found out his political stance, um, and they they said, you know, listen, we at they t- pulled the deal from
0: just him. over a political stance.
1: Yeah, and he's like, he was like, I oh, do, oh, like, oh, you know what I mean? Oh. He was so flabbergasted that, like, what does that have to do with, you know? The work or the quality of work that they have, you know what I mean? And it's so crazy to me. It's like, my God, if like if someone was in a car crash, would you walk past them if they weren't your political party? Red or blue? were
0: you going to let the guy die? You know, like come on, (laughs)
1: like where is our level of humanity with each other? I mean, my listen, my (laughs) my foundation is the fact that you know we should all be very thankful and feel blessed that we live in. We have democracy. You know, the fact that we are allowed to have multiple parties. Don't
0: go that far. Uh, allowed to what?
1: Well, and well, I mean, allowed to vote for whatever we, you know, that we have the freedom to vote for whatever side we want to. I mean, listen. I i hate it as much as you. A, a DJ, a DJ that remixed one of my songs, you mm-hmm. know, it, it literally is living in a country that doesn't even allow him to earn money. You know what I mean, like because of like his
0: political views.
1: No, allow him to like. He doesn't even have the freedom to earn money on music. All, all you know what I mean, like country, like yeah, there are. I'm uh, I'm working with people around the world mm-hmm. that you know. It's like my God. Regardless, we should. We are very blessed to be in the position where you know what I mean, and.
0: That is one thing you know. If you've never been to a place like Cuba, you know this isn't shit. this is this is a phase where it's going to get worse uh in my opinion a lot worse but it's it's it will circle back around. Yeah. It's just how much, yeah. how worse is it going to get? Yeah. That, that's, that's the yeah. concern. I mean,
1: I'm just, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of with like, I guess, you know, Elon where it's, it's like, you know, you're, you're right on certain things and you're left on certain things and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's where I am. Like, Me too. It's, no, I'm like in that terms too. of like.
0: I like a lot of both. Yeah. I mean, so, right now I'm, yeah, you know, I don't know about right, right now, So. But in general, I just like whoever's best, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I, and I hate the red and blue shit. I, I think it's just a nightmare. I think just fucking let them all run and whoever's the best wins. Because, you know, and this, I'm not being political because, believe me, yeah. I have to deal with it enough in here. But if you just, if you didn't have the red, you didn't have the white, you just had 10 people run,
4: mm-hmm.
0: you know, then an independent that might be a monster has a shot. Mm-hmm. Because right now, an independent has no shot. I don't care how good. They don't have the money. Yeah. Right. How can an an independent possibly win, even if they're the best candidate that there is? Yeah. That we would want in, but you got no shot. So then you look at the other sides, and you're like, no, no. And then what do half? What's half the country do? They just sit at home and don't do anything. You know, I just I hate it. And then all the diversity with it. Yeah. Like what happened with you, might have happened with you. It happened with me. Right. And I'm not even fucking one, just because I have somebody who's Republican in. Doesn't mean I'm bleeding fucking Republican, you because I agree with both the shit. Right. The border thing, I think, is crazy, because I'm seeing kids die, friends die with the fentanyl and everything else.
1: Yeah, I know. And
0: to give my friend John work was just in Arizona. And again, this isn't a political thing. But when you see that the airport is filled with plane tickets of illegal immigrants for free with cell phones and a doggy bag. fucking crazy. Yeah. And they're pushed by the cartel. On the way here, there's vending stands, like actual stands for water, soda, food, to get here by the cartel. And if you watch the uh, video I did with Rourke, that coyote, who's the cartel, goes right to the Mexican border, makes sure that they get to the water. He watches and waits them for them to get through the water. Mm -hmm. They get over. You don't know which one has something on them and which one doesn't. Might be the one acting like she's in the water and the baby's drowning. You don't know. And now all these sheriffs, Border Patrol, have to deal with all this with no help. And all that is doing because the cartel is getting them in. And the government's allowing them in for financial interest. Mm -hmm. And that goes... To the people around you, your friends, your family, yeah, your loved ones. No, it's crazy. And that's why I bring it up. Not not oh, about political. I know. It's not it's about so political.
1: it's so crazy. I, the world is there's so many crazy things going on.
0: Have you ever seen you've never seen it this crazy? You're you're, you're no, what are you no nineteen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a fucking wrinkle as fuck. <laughs>
1: nineteen, baby. Nineteen. Yeah, So now,
0: for for all the independent artists out there, and and each of you go that are just struggling and and they want to give up, what would you say to them? I'd say, I mean,
2: I know we've said a lot about kindness and positivity, but uh, familiarize yourself and be comfortable with with rejection. I think that's really important. You know, you got to get to a point, I mean, you don't try to, but life happens and you have to dig deep, you know, and rejection comes. And it's something you have to deal with. The more you're comfortable with it, if you if you know it's coming, it's easier to deal with. I'll say the worst type of rejection is one you don't see coming. You know? Blindsided, right? Like that happened to me. I was I was really into a particular project with a group of a musician, did a lot of time with them, and I figured they would make me a part of something I was anticipating. Like I wouldn't have to ask for it. It would just be like, Okay, bring me in and didn't happen. And so that ended up being a motivator for me to kind of work on my own music. So it turned around in a good way. But, again, it was something I didn't see coming. It's something I thought would happen, that it should happen. But then when those things don't go your way, there's it's a moment you got to make a choice, right? Right. Stress, yeah.
0: And then give me the best thing that's happened to you because you decided to go independent or indie.
2: Well, I would say I've always been independent. But I would say... Um, Uh, One friend, I'm a quote guy. And in these conversations, all the quotes come back. I have a friend who said that half the battle is showing up. So I took that attitude with me. And, you know, I showed up one night to a particular place and, you know, we met, I met some pretty interesting people. And if I had said, you know what, let me just stay in, you never know when the next move is going to be the time.
0: But I mean, is that something you wouldn't have been able to do if you would have been with the label?
2: No. So what?
0: What's one of the best things that have happened because you're indie?
2: Oh, uh, because I'm indie. Yeah, I think overall
0: mobility is mobility. the biggest thing.
2: I don't have anyone telling me that I can't do something.
0: Right. Yeah. Because if there's something you want to do that they don't think is up to par, then they're going to tell you not to do it. Right. Yeah. You get to experience like the organic nature of everything. Makes sense. You know. What about you? Well, what's what's the best thing that's happened to you? That would not have happened if you would have went with a label.
1: Um, I, you know, I think, I think meeting the the people that I've met, you know, the people that have given me their time or people that have taken an interest in what I've done, a, a lot of it is because I have, I am by myself, right? Um, you know, it's kind, it's kind of like when you're when you're part of a label, you're already kind of like in this big circle, right? when you're by yourself and you're carving your own path, you know, um, different people in the industry notice that, you know what I mean? And it's usually that the people that you attract um, to that are are usually very quality people, right? Because they're, you know, they um, believe in you. You know, I have found that there are people that find that inspiring, right? And
0: makes sense because if you're with a label they're paying you because you're good but then if you're independent and they're working with you then they have to believe in you right right? because you have nothing really to show yeah you know you don't have a label behind you so then i would think with that being said then you would have people that are going to work harder for you yeah in a sense right because you were noticed by yourself yeah you know I, i can see that yeah
1: yeah and i mean you know i think i think um, you know, going in line with what Bismarck said, you know, in going independent, like giving people advice, it's like, you know, um, you know, accept the rejection, like welcome it, you know, just, um, it's, it sucks. It's hard. I've, I've gotten, it's taken me a year to really, I have a strong shell, right. But it's taken me a year to make it even stronger. And it's like, you have to, you have to remind yourself, you know, listen, this is a huge world there's millions of people out there you know what I mean and if these select people don't like me there's millions that that I can still meet you know that I can you know it's it's a big world out there you know and so I just um, yeah you, you know what I mean like don't even blink at the rejection you know if, somebody, if somebody doesn't want to fuck with you that's fine go you know keep fine it moving. yeah keep it moving you know there's there's going to be someone at the next door that 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 does you know what I mean and you just have to face it with that mentality (laughs) I guess that would be
0: a good advice for someone who's struggling and
1: you know just just
0: not hitting it off for sure now if somebody contacts you and they say okay Cassie you know I'm just struggling you know I see you in Bismarck blah 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 blah. what can you do for me
1: yeah I mean in terms of like, you know, like, like they're
0: an independent artist, you know, they see you, they, they like yeah. your personality. They like biz over here, <laughs> you know, when they contact you, you know, how do you evaluate them and how do you, how do you make a decision if if you were to work with them or not?
1: I mean, I think, I think you, uh, the approach I take is I get to know, I, you know, I mean, I had a random person DM me, you know, randomly um, just a couple of nights ago and was like, hey, I've got these five songs, curious, you know, I see you support indie artists, will you listen to them? Or, hey, can you tell me what you think of my music? I- I'll-, I'll listen to it, like, I- I'll i do that, you know? I, you know, do that a lot, and a lot of it's just multitasking, being able to be that, right? But, um, I, I mean, I usually get to know someone. You know, what are they looking for? What, it- what type of artists are they? What type of music do they make, you know? What do they see for themselves? You know, I might know somebody that I can connect them with, you know, or it might be somebody that says, "Hey, um I need I need a producer. I, I want to lay some stuff down. I need a producer. okay. well, let's let's sure.
0: let's see what we can do. Right? Yeah, let's
1: talk. you know what what are you? You know, as a producer, when i put when I put on my producer hat, right? Like I love hip hop. Like I love, you know, I started off very pop. And now I've really, I've like my newer stuff. I'm, I love the low ends and stuff like that. Right. But as a producer, the cool, the cool thing about my job is I, I enjoy producing different types of shit. I enjoy producing musical scores. I enjoy producing rap music.
0: What's a musical score?
1: Or like a, like a, like a soundtrack like a okay. film score film oh, yeah. score you that's, know what i mean like big. you know i have i have a collection of of songs i've produced that i've set aside for film right those aren't you know what i mean like i enjoy as a producer it keeps shit interesting for me right it
0: doesn't get boring
1: it doesn't it's get boring the same old thing over it doesn't get all, boring yeah. we were we were on the boat um kaiwan we were on the boat with an and an artist out in Wellington that um, my my friend had actually wanted to introduce me to. He, you know, he's looking to put some music out and he needs a producer. And I was talking to him and I was like, you know, listen, what what type of style? And he's like, you know, I'm into that soulful. And I was like, let me hear, let me play something for me. Let me let me hear it. It legit sounds like Michael Jackson. Really? Like I have never. Ka- His name is Kaiwan. Shout out to Kaiwan. Kaiwan beautiful voice i'm talking like one of the prettiest male vocals i have ever heard in my life and i was like kaiwan you sound just like he's like i know it's crazy right he's like because he can hit all that high shit that michael did yeah and i was like what kind of music do you want to like what kind of music do you want to make and he's like so like soul music you know and i'm like dude i i already like had a song or two produced, saved, because I, you know, and I was like, let me play you one or two. And he's like, oh, man. He's like, yeah. He's like, I love that. You know, it's like, there you go. Like, that's.
0: Who can hit the highest note? You think Mariah Carey can hit the highest note? Or Celine Dion, maybe, at her time? Who can hit the highest note, do you think? Who's up there? Some of them them can belt them out. Alicia Keys, she's pretty, she can go pretty high.
1: Wasn't Mariah Carey known to have, like, the highest, or the, Biggest range, probably. Voice. I mean, I feel like
2: it's so much that goes into it.
1: Whitney, maybe Whitney, too. Yeah, God, Whitney was so beautiful. I think
0: it was my, Mar- I think you're right, Mariah. But she was also dating the guy that owned the fucking label at Sony, so he could just go like this a little bit. No, no I don't think so. I'm not, just joking. No, you
1: no, can't. No, can't, no, you no, can't. She, she's
0: a beast, no, no, you she, know,
1: those vocal artists. It's like, you know, it's beautiful,
0: yeah. <laughs> And you don't see many not playing the music in the background. know. No. and I mean, and, and, <laughs> you
1: know, and this is a guy. Kaiwan's a guy. I mean, he's a guy that can literally. Say, you know, Adele's another one. You know, Adele, the yeah. God that. Oh man,
0: she should have kept pumping that it out.
1: that I Grammy thought. that Grammy performance that she did yeah. with just the piano, yeah. just the piano and the mic, she's something and that her Adele. vocal man, I, she's beautiful. You yeah. know. Yeah. And
0: how do you go about picking who you're going to collaborate with? What what is it with you? How do you decide who you're gonna collaborate with? Me? Yeah. Now my evolved answer to that is my evolved
2: answer is um is called quality of production, right? Clarity of marketability of what they're producing, and
0: legal structure. A oh, what structure? Legal structure. Oh, legal. Structure. So what's that mean? Can you pull up his uh, Instagram? He's got cool shit on there. I definitely
2: say like you he want.
0: Wants <laughs>
2: You want, I mean, if you're in you're gonna get into the music business and do something right, you want someone that's doing things right on so many different fronts. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just beast <laughs> mode. Oh uh, yeah, that was great. Where was this out here? Uh, that was on um, South Florida charters. Um, wonderful, intimate uh, vessel there, and uh, had a great uh, camera woman videoing me, uh, Cassie Moore. So she uh, got a great video there. She does it all.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank so. you, thank you. That, very that's, much. About, that's about as fancy as. But. Hey, I'm cool. Videos as long as I'm taking them of other people.
0: That's good there. I, yeah. I'm not.
1: I don't like taking videos of myself. I, this guy's a vibe. He's. <laughs> well, he's not. like I can't believe where the fuck I am right now.
0: That's my new favorite picture. Remember the last one? I that's forget a, what the, my last favorite one was. This is my new favorite one. one. Uh, that was epic too. I, I would make that, that an album cover, but so, I know nothing about that stuff. So,
2: so nothing, the the Faina Hotel is a ridiculous five star hotel in Miami, right?
1: Oh, that's a Faina. Uh-huh.
2: They have a ho- they have a their own theater, like theater production and everything. So, in they Miami, have, really? Yeah. Oh my God. So, it's a pretty alive. theater too. This wedding rented out the theater for their after party, so set up a DJ where people would act, and they had like all these crazy like Miami Vice looking themes, and that was a screenshot of a video that was taken of me. Wow. And I just think it was, yeah,
0: I love it. That was a great moment. Am I allowed to ask just hypothetically what you think was dropped on that particular event?
1: <laughs> I mean, no doubt. I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> considering what we spent on one suite at <laughs> Fina for the uh, week, Yeah, I, I mean, thought, dude, Fina, was I thought like, Fina
0: was only in like L.A., New York.
1: Faina's crazy. Yeah, and then they, they like they like to charge your card twice, cool. and then they're like, oh, will get that, that. I mean, we'll, we'll put it this here. way. Sorry.
2: There are people who do wedding events... Who won't do them say for less than a million dollars, just their fee to be the wedding planner. (laughs) So enough said,
0: right? Uh, Those
2: that was the level of people there. Yeah, well, I I would assume. And I mean, like you know, it is
1: what it is. Hey,
0: if you have live life, right? You know, live life and take a great picture picture of my boy. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations, man. That's a big one. That's a big gig, boy. Yeah, yeah. And Cassie, we got you. Tell me why. There's the two lovebirds.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I know. <laughs> That's so funny.
0: That's a good That's, picture. Yeah.
1: This was in. Uh, what did I? Oh yeah, no. I just, you know, I did that post to kind of spark some some chats with indie artists. Well, no, it's
0: good for. I, and, it's good.
1: yeah, and we love that. Um, There's just
0: some big ass engines on there.
1: I know. You got Ronnie 2K right there. Oh, that was nice. you, Are you guys basketball fans? Hell yeah. 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 <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie's Ronnie's a fucking man. Um. Yeah. No, Where you at just, here? That's in New York.
4: Is it? Yeah, hmm.
1: that's New York. Um. Yeah. Like I said, you know, listen, music is, you know, Miami, New York, L.A. You know, I mean, you find yourself at meetings in those cities pretty often. And then um, that's at 11.
4: 11
1: That was was the night of my birthday.
0: Good place to go for your birthday.
1: Yeah, we had a good... That was my birthday, and then we we shot back up to Palm Beach and hung out with friends. This one was funny when I
0: was going through them. Oh, really? same place?
1: Yeah, I didn't realize I was on there twice. <laughs> That's funny. That As a, a shout out to my designer on the earrings.
0: Look at that view. Um,
1: that was that was in the Bahamas. It's crazy. Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, you know the beautiful thing about living here is you're close. We can go to the Bahamas anytime we fucking want. <laughs> you know that looks that looks fun there, boy. We had a good to- we had a good time. Um, there's your you know, music video shoot with Oscar actually. Which um, one? Um both of those. Both of them? Yeah, okay. those first two, both cool. of them. Um we shot this in Miami. Um I'm mean, it was hot as fuck that night. Excuse my language. Your but, luck, right? I mean it was a hundred and hundred and fifteen, I don't even know. You can't even tell I mean like
0: with probably extreme humidity.
1: Uh, yeah, it was so hot. <laughs> You know, but had to be on rooftop in Miami. It's just kind of like the vision. And then they're I've getting down in. here.
0: This is cool. I saw this. Yeah, she can move here.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, thought at first uh... maybe
0: you braided your hair.
1: No, <laughs> no, I really did at I, first. Yeah, no, 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 no. They're they're amazing. They're actually a couple. They're good, a couple. Good for them. Yeah, they're really cute. They um, you know, but they they can dance. I mean, this was really quick choreo that they put through together. Um
0: Doesn't look quick. Yeah, I know. Right? I know.
1: Well, I mean, you know, like I said, with choreo it's like I don't know, it, dancing kind of becomes second nature for you. Um But it's just they're such they're
0: so in sync.
1: Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: I love watching that. I could, I could watch choreography all day.
1: Yeah. There's um ah, uh, there's Kevin Candlebox. Best band ever, man. I just, like, so, you know, I mean, Candlebox back in the day, I mean, we're talking, this was back when, like, 311, Collective Soul. Oh, yeah. My best, you know, my, one of my best friends from um, high school is married to the lead singer of Collective Soul.
0: It's cool She's to see, see like, like, some of the older, you know, bands and everything else still running yeah. around, you know? Like, I had uh, crazy. Motown in. Yeah. Uh, Larry Johnson from Motown. Did he, you really? Yeah. I mean, he came shit, uh, yeah. Friday and he's still pumping that it's Motown. Crazy, he was with the right? Temptations. Yeah. He was with the four. Oh, he's going to kill me. The four tops. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
4: That's
1: yeah. crazy. And
0: he's still pushing it. Right. What are you doing here?
1: Um, we were in the studio. That's down in Miami. That's at um, Hit Factory um, Criteria down in Miami. And um, just... I'm silly, fun. just being silly, yeah. but we were. Um, that was when we record. Actually, that's when we recorded Bismarck. Oh, I sure. I wanted to get him on the the good mic. What The hell's this? And that was the NBA final or NBA finals out in San oh. Fran. Yeah, uh, basketball is life it's for me. Milwaukee's. I'm I'm like a man when it comes to cars and yeah, like vintage cars
0: basketball
1: yeah like vintage you know mustangs and what are they
0: what are those guys called basketball jabberwockies Jabberwockies.
3: Jabberwockies.
1: Jabberwockies. 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 have you seen them have you seen them i've
3: seen them in la before
1: oh my god i was like talented
3: you know so talented
1: halftime rolled around and people were like you know going to get their drinks and shit you know taking their break and me I was like I am fucking r- I, where's the best view to see these people mm. like I was so excited they
3: can do crazy shit oh, they're, oh they're my god extremely they're extremely talented amaz-
1: they're amazing and
3: seeing them in person is a different experience oh my god they're, they're I you saw I them had in been, person yep. yeah
1: I had been wanting to see them and I was like I was so excited I was like oh my god this is they're, amazing they're insane
3: what's your
0: yeah. favorite song on here you grew like crazy girl
1: <laughs> I it's wow. way Wow. Well, it's been really cool. A lot of it's just connecting with people. I mean, you know, one of my favorite music for the win, excuse me, music for the win is always going to be my personal favorite just because because it was something that someone told me I couldn't do.
0: Oh, so this is like, oh, I can't do it. Yeah, so I
1: was like, okay, well...
0: You should put music for (laughs) the win, F-U. you. yeah, (laughs) uh, yeah. so when I... Like, exclamation mark, then, like... When
1: I produced it, I wanted... I I wanted to... I wanted to take, from a production standpoint, right? I wanted to take each genre of music that I had been through, rock, reggae, trap, like Atlanta. Every piece of me that made me who i was about music i wanted to put that in a song all right? to one yeah and i wanted it to i wanted the underlying chorus to be you know listen music for the win like like it doesn't matter what fucking genre you li- genre you listen to it's like music is a universal language yeah. you know what i mean like each and every person on this planet likes some kind of music right so it's like i wanted I wanted to reflect that in a song. So it was like, I went from my first rock concert to reggae. You know what I mean? And so so anyway, when I produced it, like like even here, in the reggae section, I have steel drums and I have like the Jamaican call I threw in there, you know? I mean, there's all of these elements in the production. And when I went into the studio, I'll never forget the two guys looking back at me. And I was like, listen, this is a song where Production element wise, I am bringing in sounds from five different genres into one song. I mean, and they, they were probably like, You're a nightmare. Yeah, they were like, This can be <laughs> the shittiest song ever. You know? And then, and then when Lou mixed it and he sent it to Mike, and they were like, It's a hot record, you know. And it can be where we, I'm going to be doing a remix of that with some bigger artists. And so, you know, there's a lot of stuff. Upper level's gone crazy in Europe. This. This shit has been, that like.
0: Well, you know how you're. I got a video. We're all into this shit.
1: Up a level was up a level was remixed, but it was. Um, I literally got footage of it being played in Dubai at this club in Dubai, and it's like when you when you see your music like, you know, people from different parts of the world interpret it differently. Stuff really like cool.
0: up a level is all you'll hear in Sicily. Yeah,
1: no, it's crazy. Like I sent it, when I I dropped that song, I literally emailed it to nine DJs in Ibiza that I had been following, right? And I was like, okay, if I can get it out to Ibiza, then I can probably just, maybe one of them will fucking throw it in their set. You know? Rule number one, I'd never ask a DJ to play anything, right? Don't do it, right? Unless you have
0: a 20 in your pocket. No, (laughs) I don't do it. I don't, it's bad (laughs) bad juju,
1: bad karma. You know what, like, I appreciate DJs, you know. I'll let them do what they want to do, but I'm like, I'm gonna fucking see. I'll see. I'll just sit back and see who throws it in their set, right? And just shit, fucking took off. It was, um, it was playing in a bar in um, Amsterdam, and I got. Yeah, like yeah. no, like it. Ha- it had a moment in Amsterdam. It was like fuck.
0: Fucking
4: what cool, is all right?
1: this shit coming, uh, th- you know, through my analytics from Amsterdam? Like, where the who gives a
0: fuck? Who cares where the fuck it comes from? I
1: don't care, man. I told Bismarck I was like, we're doing a show in Germany. I don't give a fuck. Let's go.
0: That they pay more than here.
1: You know,
0: but- Bismarck. What's what's a couple of your favorites from here?
2: Man, uh, honestly, I like Kombucha. That's the one I did on the yacht. It's a chill instrumental, you know, you know, uh, pretty smooth,
0: pretty good. This is that like Turnpike song. Yeah. You sit back, (laughs) seat back a little bit, put the back massage on the seat. I never heard that put that way before. That's so funny. I love that. I would because I'm just relaxing. Nobody's bothering me. Oh, no phone service. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Can't find the phone. Lost it. Right. sit
1: back. So funny. Yeah.
2: Yeah, a lot of different, you know, kind of range of styles. Um we did a lot of that production work with Rever Deep. But, you know, I think what's even more amazing is what we got coming out. I it's it's hard to I can't really even talk about it. It's just so big. It's ridiculous. And you know, the work with Cassie is like rare. Do you have any idea when you're
0: gonna put it? This out, song or is this is, gonna be a this, whole thing.
1: It's um, yeah, it's coming, it's coming out real soon. But I heard
0: that last time, so this yeah, is yeah, no,
1: thing. no, it, it actually is for.
0: I understand, I understand have what, the cover, why you're waiting. The cover
1: art is being made right now. I understand now. why you're waiting.
0: I'm just curious.
1: And I told him not to rush on the cover art. The the, the I like cover.
0: This. I like this one a lot.
1: Until I come back. Yeah. This is very like.
0: It's like fucking Magnum PI shit. This is, I love, I love Magnum P.I. Now you would hear this, this is, in the background. like a when magnum Tommy playing
1: in his house as he's like pouring a glass of wine, <laughs> making for dinner. Magnum P.I. on got TV. Got the girl coming over. To, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love it.
0: All you got to do is put Bismarck on and you, you got a 50-50 shot even if you're in nut huggers with uh, blue and, and white lines in them and uh-huh. a hairy belly.
1: This is actually really cool. Um, after this one, uh, that my real friends. Mm -hmm. So what I did was, that's a song that I produced, right? And what I did was I, to help kind of motivate and encourage indie artists in general, what I did was I took that song and I was like, you know what, this is such a fun, happy song that I'm gonna give this to the world for free, right? And so when you go to my Spotify, you'll see I have my real friends world template and what it is.
0: How do I go to that?
1: It's. Uh, so go to
0: your Spotify.
1: Yeah. It, it's actually really cool because I, I don't know of anyone else that has done this. If you scroll all the way down, it's go to um. you'll have to go up and hit discography. I mean, obviously it's something that doesn't get played very much because it's. You a.m. take us there right there should I even know how do I get how do I see everything this isn't all of my where's the world oh how do I how in the hell do you work your mouse am I don't
0: worry
4: oh wait, wait you when you this comes it? out it will are be you pro- both
1: doing it hit see all see all there okay. you go thank you how all did right. you do that so fast <laughs> scroll down or if you don't mind, you won't You're gonna know, have to go this, all the, this
0: will all be cut up. This will be smooth as fuck. Oh, okay. It, got it. Got it.
1: Got it. it got um, oh my God. I don't know where it is. Where the hell is it? Uh, maybe I took it off my main page. I have to, I have to look and see anyway. But what I did was, oh, there it is. There it is. Song template free to the world. So if you hit play on that,
3: what's the time say on the audio? Oh, it's, it's two hours, 58 minutes and 30 seconds.
1: Okay. Okay, awesome, thank you. All right, go ahead. Yep, if you hit that, uh, hit the play button right there, world template. So all this is is just my production, right? And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give this to the world. And any indie artist that's out there can take this and create whatever the fuck they want with it and release it as their own fucking song. They owe me nothing just feature, put my name as a feature, but you don't have to pay me anything, right? Like, here you go. Here you go. Yeah. Here's a free song. Very cool. Right? And so, Bismarck took it, and he put his saxophone on it, right? And he released it as his own song. When that streams, he makes the money. I don't make anything, right? And then we had another rapper create his rendition and played that. You know what I mean? So it's like, indie artists don't realize like I you know what I mean
0: now you couldn't do that with a label right no hell no right this is the
1: fun that's shit I like to do as an independent I like to do whatever the fuck I want to do and you do and I did right it's true (laughs) but I mean for me it's like it's like you know what (laughs) listen it just builds a community and it's like fuck and forget about it yeah you know what I mean no it's good
0: I mean What you're doing is you're taking, you're taking what you've built, right? You know, some grind and you're throwing a little bit of a a bone to those who are coming up. Yeah. Some of of the years and hours of work that you put in, you're throwing a bone to some people coming up that maybe didn't get that bone.
1: And you know what? If they make a rendition, I'm going to fucking share it with everyone. You know what I mean? Bismarck made his and I fucking blasted it. Right.
0: And like you said, like he said, being nice, being nice. Yeah. If
1: somebody catches I mean, wind.
0: Who
4: the yeah. Hell knows where you know, it goes. Yeah.
1: doing that, just that one, that one gesture, I guess, got me fans. You know what I mean? A lot of those people now listen to my music. You know what I mean? Um, I had a couple fans email me uh, for my, my um, sheet music. I don't, that's another thing. I don't sell my sheet music. Right. The fuck a sheep, 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 sheep music. Sheet music. What's so that, like yeah. like when you play the piano, mm-hmm. you know how like you could go into a music store and buy sheet music. Like you could go buy the sheet music for a Taylor Swift song and take it home and play I, it. I you thought know that what would
0: I mean? be a copyright violation or something. No, I mean no. no.
1: You can buy sheet music for. I have no idea. Anyway, or you or buy it online. You know what I mean? I don't sell my sheet music. So my 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 actual instrumentals, you know, my melodies that I write, my composition. I every song I've done has sheet music, but it's only I only gift it to people that ask for it. Right. Um, and that's it. Like doing that alone got me shit. I don't even know another five thousand a monthly. Like people ask, how did I get my monthly listeners like. Not I now. I blasted yeah. a lot of, you know, pianists and said, hey, if you ever are interested, you know, I'll send you. I don't sell it to everyone. I don't give it to everyone.
0: But, but if you're interested, let me know. Yeah. Uh, if
1: you're interested, let me know. And I mean, there you go. Follow on Spotify. You bang. know what I mean? It's like. You it's have bit, to get Mark, what
0: do you got coming up? You have any events lined up coming up soon? Um, I'll be out of town just uh, for some like
1: private weddings and so
2: forth. Um, there you go. Got after that, so that's going to be New Jersey in two weeks. so I'll be in New Jersey. Oh, cool. Um, that'll be fun. Then, um, after that, it gets really busy it's into October. I'm oh, um, yeah. doing something for Boca Magazine, doing a couple little like one offs, so it- it'll be good, it'll be solid.
0: Cool, cool, cool. And uh, send me everything that's coming up in the description so I can put it all in okay. ways to get a hold of you, everything else. And what do you have coming up, Cassie?
1: Really, just focused on this record, and then I've got, I have, I have. Two full albums coming out, but I want to drop this record first. I want to get this one off the table. And when do we and think? Then, maybe. Um, I had said three months. Um, this it's going to depend. Plan, do we
0: think? Dot dot dot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm it's, just, it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be soon. I mean, I know, I know you'll do it. He's time. working. He's working on the cover art right now. the The guy, um, the one who's doing the cover art actually has done has worked with. Chris, are breezy. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. It's a, mm-hmm. I know. But, it, <laughs> but, you know, again, these are things that, you know, uh, fortunately, you know, people, you know, he was nice. I, you know, I asked and he's like, yeah, of course, you know. And so we, I didn't have that relationship a year ago. You know what I mean? So it's like the timing has really worked out. You know what I mean?
0: So what's one more thing to the independent artists? What would you say to them?
1: I mean, you first and foremost, you have to really be super passionate about this. So you have to ask yourself, are you willing to, I mean, because if, you know, indie artists, like you have to really, really want this to make it happen. I truly believe that. Like, this is not something that you can half-ass and expect it. You know what I mean? You can make the best music. I'll never forget... um, Lou's wife Annette said to me she's like you know Cassie she's like because I mean I had you know insecurities when I first entered the music world I was like listen you know I this is not a a traditional path that someone takes like I I, you know I'm going to put everything into this like I just want to make sure I'm, I'm making a smart decision and she I'll never forget she said to me she said Cassie she said your music doesn't have to be the best music she goes someone who hustles you know music that's that's good enough will kill somebody that has amazing music that doesn't hustle. Amazing music that you don't hustle doesn't make it. And it just never does gets it.
0: anywhere. It's a shame. Right? It's a shame.
1: Yeah. So it's like I had to ask myself, and you know, she's like, "Are you willing? Are you willing to do whatever it takes? Like, are you willing to give it that hustle?" And I was like, "Shit, yeah, I will." You know what I mean?
0: Anything to add to that? If if you're an independent artist playing piano, sax, violin. I like I like violin a lot. but and flute. You play flute too, right? Can you play flute? what was the other one you could play pretty good? I can mess around the keys a little bit. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So what would you say to somebody? Anything to add to uh what Cassie said? The grind.
2: I mean you gotta keep you gotta oh, keep doing it. I mean John Coltrane, he, I saw a good meme of him and it basically said, you know, he he had all the talent in the world, but he hustled like a man with no talent, you know? I like that. You just can't use, like, that's pe- what happens. People think, people get caught up in how good they were at something, and they just don't think they need to push anything. Oh, I'm good enough. Content. I'm, they're content. You just sit. Yeah. And, you he know, anything that sits that,
0: isn't going to yeah. get anywhere. Yeah, especially in an in, in the independent world, right? You it's get crazy, content tonight. Right. It's over. Yeah. Right?
1: It's crazy.
0: And while you're celebrating your success,
2: you're already thinking about the next thing.
0: And if somebody wants to hire you for an event, wedding, how can we get a hold of you? I'd say Instagram DM most successful. That's the best way to do Mm -hmm. it. Okay, we'll have that in the description. And uh, Cassie, how can we get a hold of you with the nineteen different things? I think just (laughs) how to make (laughs) you laugh. How to make you laugh. I'll take it. I'll take it.
1: I know. Um, Instagram is fine. Instagram. is Yeah, my DMs are open. You know. I I really respect that
0: that you answer all those because you know a lot of times I'll. I'll DM somebody and just say fucking no. Just be like no.
1: Listen, I'm fucking busy. I can't come. I get some. I get some stuff that. I'm not. I know. Like I get some stuff from like men, like guys. I had somebody show up at my house. I think I told you that last time. Like, yeah. I mean, you you have. When I say I answer everything,
0: it's like. Be careful what you say. (laughs) I I forgot about that part. I don't
1: answer everything. She doesn't answer the door. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and if you do, there's a rot riler ry- back there, and who, ten more of them.
1: Who does? Th- who shows up at someone's house uninvited? Like We're
0: talking about how all the time.
1: Yeah, I know. It's the, like it's well, scary. When you start
0: to get big, it's gonna you're gonna need a fucking fence.
1: No, I so just
0: get a bunch of dogs. I had yeah,
1: get, I had get a bunch security of security for thirty dogs. days after <laughs> that incident.
0: But, you get a dog that's hungry, and you train it. That's all you need. Yeah, you don't have to pay him other, th- other than a nice piece of uh flame
1: yeah
0: right all, he's happy as fuck <laughs> hey dog People somebody comes crazy, you like. get plenty of these yeah
4: and these are from no. Publix.
0: Great a flame and no. you train him i'll uh, eat the guy's leg off he will right? never and then he'll go tell the other stalkers and they'll say she doesn't just have yeah, se- I security didn't, i didn't
1: like that one. she has a dog that like, will
0: eat your leg off because like, the dog wants to stay i'm
1: like yo like like you know, you can write me a letter. Like I, you know, I'm I'm all for like send me a letter, right? But don't
0: you know that mental health is at an all time high right now. <laughs> like
1: you don't just look sh-
0: around. All you see is this: <laughs> I will the ID the- channel and the TLC <laughs> channel.
1: <laughs> I will call the police if you show up at my house. <laughs>
0: <What am> I- <laughs> Do you think they care? I mean,
1: a you know, dog, listen. dog, this is not- dog or bear? Bear. Not I don't, don't think you're allowed science. to have a bear. But- <laughs> not rocket <science. laughs>
0: Dog. Crazy. nice dog that loves you crazy alright um, so we'll have everything in the description all your websites yeah. everything awesome yeah I and think so. anything else no
1: I anything think that's else? it thanks like, for having us today. Oh, thank, thank you yeah for sure
0: and then you have the new single coming out yeah. and I'm sure by the time you
1: do I'm actually gonna so I'll send it to you you're gonna be one of the first ones to get it oh, I'll thank let you, I'll I appreciate you know it. when I when I when we when you know the live date I'll let you know
0: I'm so happy to see how, how much you've grown and how yeah, you're out yeah. everywhere with Tulane's son. <laughs> That's Breezy's boy. <laughs> you know I was coming to that no matter oh, what. There, I like, was hoping <laughs> maybe Breezy would be there, in the back of the car. A lot,
1: there's a lot more going on with Bismarck <laughs> that we didn't talk He's, about.
0: How yeah. funny was he? goes, I know I'm at the polo club. I'm not swearing. I'm not swearing. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right? Did he not? <laughs> he shook. Yeah, he was great. He was great. Who he is goes, it? Tory Link, oh, he rocked yeah. that part, yeah, yeah, and he's like, yeah, "Don't, yeah. he's like, don't worry, I'm not gonna swear." And he opens up, "Fuck this shit!" And he, like, <laughs> and he goes, "I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding." And, and he was cool; he was very cool, very, very cool and proper. But I was hoping so Breezy funny. would pop out somewhere out of the, the I don't know, I can't right. say uh, uh, Bush because of <laughs> when Wellington was flat, but God. the yeah. grass. <laughs> The tall grass. All right, guys. Thank you, guys, so 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 much. Everything will be in the description. And uh, anytime you want to come back, you know the door's always open. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks so much, Tommy. Thank you. Thank you.